7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Charge! Da-da-da-da-da-da. Charge! Baseball shit. Uh, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcast, <laughs> broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, where it is opening day, and it was only slightly less pathetic than St. Patrick's Day in downtown Cleveland today. Uh, huh. <laughs> I high-fived two women that were like, yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, oh here, high-five, there you go. Okay, going to the train, leaving your silly asses behind. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, joining me as always on the program, uh, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Hello. Hello. And blessings to all blessings, blessings yes. and go sports. And of course, uh, <laughs> uh, your bobber half bobber in Washington, DC from four freedoms blog is subbing for, uh, not only PS Mueller, but also, uh, Joe Santorsa. Uh, tonight. I feel like, I feel like I have a split personality today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I felt him. I felt him. <laughs> you did. Which one? Both. Both. Hmm. Interesting. Which half? So, <laughs> so anyway, so welcome to the show. Joe actually is off for uh, opening day. I think that's what he said he was off for. Um, I think. I don't know. Um, I, I forget. I've forgotten. Uh, but yeah, we all forgot that Joe was off too, and um, <laughs> we forgot Bobber was supposed to sub, and and here we are. I have a bit of an excuse though, because son of a sailor man, I can't cut a break. I start feeling better from one thing, and I start feeling like shit from another. Uh, the, uh, on Wednesday, my left knee started acting up on me, started hurting, started aching, and then yesterday. The same thing that happened last September, um, I could barely bend my left knee. So, uh, it, so I called off yesterday and did virtually nothing because I just laid laid down all day with ice packs and heating pads and all that fun stuff and in in tiger balm and ace bandages and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Um, oh my! Yeah, and uh, so so yeah, so I uh, but I went to work today. Uh, stairs are my nemesis at this point. And of course it, it, it comes in waves too, because I got to work and it wasn't too terrible. Then I sat there for an hour and it's like, Oh, son of a, you know? So I melted several ice packs on my knee. Uh, <laughs> I have a brilliant idea. If, if you, if you sit at a desk all day, um, a brilliant way to keep an ice pack on your knee is if, especially if it's a makeshift one, like I had with just sandwich bags, Ziploc bags, 
and uh, I got a couple binder clips, and I clipped the clipped it to my jeans, <laughs> and it wow. stayed stayed in place. Except at one point, the bag leaked, and I had a giant wet spot on my knee. And that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, great, I can't leave the office for for a while. I wet so, my knee. Yeah, I wet my knee. <laughs> my knee sprung a leak. Uh, so and I, uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm a little banged up right now because of this, but. No, I'm all right now that I'm home, but son of a uh, sailor man. Uh, and of course, uh, no, no, it's, uh, it's only oh. happened to me twice like this. It's, it's, it hurt a little bit, but no, I'm on the meds for gout and everything and it's, it's treated and everything. Um, okay. but no, I think it's, I think it's arthritis cause this knee, I banged up quite a bit when I was a kid. From like bike wrecks and you know falling on the pavement or bringing my knee on like the pole on the jungle gym, you know, stuff like that. Because I remember hurting it a lot when I was a kid, and I think it's it's just the, all that crap catching up with me. And yes, you probably hear me rustling around my uh, stupid ice pack right now. Um, no binder clips though. Now that I'm at home, I don't worry about the binder clips. Well, but any <laughs> binders full of women. <laughs> yes, my uh, baggies full of ice cubes, my friends. Um, so, uh, and of course, uh, uh, happy belated anniversary to the two of you. 10 years. Congratulations. That's very exciting. Thank you. And, uh, we'll play this for you again. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, I feel better already. That that bring that brings me joy. Made me forget about my knee. So <laughs> until I brought it up, Francie says she needs a new left knee too. So um, yeah, my my left knee's messed up too. What's going on? I That's guess my, we, we, it's my right knee. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, maybe we just all lean too much to the left, and uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, what I happened. Broke it about uh, I don't know twenty years ago. Mm. So twenty five years. Ago. Yeah. Wow. It, it popped a couple times when I was walking today, and it didn't hurt. So I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe I have a bone spur. <laughs> when, I, when I move mine, it sounds like somebody's shredding paper. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, this is so hot. Uh, fun! What a fun, sexy time for all of us here. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's uh, it's knee, it's it's sexy knee time on turn up the what night. What a fun, sexy time for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So something that's not not fun and not sexy at all. Actually, a little fun and a little sexy since uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's involved. Um, I, I found this this morning. And it, it inspired me to revisit uh, some ugliness. But before we get to the ugliness, we need a little bit of setup. Because Sean Hannity is really, really, really mad at shit Jimmy Kimmel, a comedian and talk show host. Not on Fox News. <laughs> Quote, a unquote, news. A comedian. A, a late-night talk show host and comedian. Who uh, and God forbid anybody, any late night talk show host ever talk about politics. That's never happened before. <laughs> hmm. 
Never. I mean, we could probably get some Jack Parr audio clips. <laughs> you know. God. Um, uh, but yeah, so so Jimmy Kimmel, the, he this is uh, this is what he said. Uh, he he woke up to uh, yesterday. Yesterday, I had an interesting day. I woke up this morning early. I did two hours of Pilates as I do every morning. <laughs> I shampooed. I conditioned, and then I um, I open my computer and find out I'm at war with Sean Hannity and Fox News. Who, by the way, I thought were my and friends, Fox, but they are not, it turns out. <laughs> because there's nothing important going on in the country right now, Sean Hannity and his fellow Fox News people spent a lot of time talking about me today. Hannity apparently took issue with a joke I made on the show on Monday night, and this is what he had to say about that. This is brutal. Liberal Jimmy Kimmel making fun of the First Lady of the United States and her involvement in the White House Easter egg roll even her accents. Jimmy, you're accents? a despicable disgrace. Take a look. Okay, well, before we take a look, <laughs> just want to recap what I said, what he, according to him, is brutal, and here's why I am a despicable disgrace. Be clever and curious, just like a cat. Ask lots of questions about this and that. <laughs> about this and that. <laughs> Well, you realize what this means. You could be first lady of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Ass clown Kimmel. Now, I'm going to tell you something. What a disgrace. Hey, uh, Mr. Kimmel, that's her fifth language. How many do you speak? Six. I speak six languages. I speak one more. Exactly one more than Melania. I speak English, Spanish, Italian. What else? Chinese. Uh, is Veganese a language? I don't know. I do not. Okay, so he does. He's he's making a joke there, but all right. So I have been known to make fun of. Uh, I've been. I was lead on. I was egg on before. <laughs> uh, to, egg on, to, egg off. So you know, they were kind of a a boy talk, and uh, he was lead on like yes. uh, egg on. Yes, egg on. Um. All right. I get it. People are upset. How dare you make fun of Melania Trump's accent? She speaks five languages. All right, fine. Does she? I think she, uh, she butchers at least three of them, would be my guess. Yeah. I, I loved it because Hannity said he made fun of her accents. Like, oh. Accents? Girl? Yeah, he said accents. It's like, uh, uh, okay, which other accent did he make fun of? Uh, I mean, does she does she just like affect a different one? Uh, I don't know, uh, but uh, you know, okay, and and we know Hannity's track record for going after um, Michelle Obama. You know, pretty pretty nasty uh, yeah. shit. You know, yes. and you know, and of course, Sean Hannity fans out there um, are, are you know Hannity's never said anything, and he's never decried the fact that uh, a bunch of uh, his fans and, and Fox viewers and Alex Jones fans and, you know, just crazy batshit right-wing Trump cultists all, all, all over are constantly saying that Michelle Obama is, is a man. And, yes. you know, nobody's ever, Hannity's never dare. I mean, that, her accent got made fun of. It's superficial and silly. You know? 
I mean, is. And on this show, on this show, I've actually said that I do like her accent. I do like her accent. I also I like get all of my, them. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to hear more than one of her accents. I would. Sure. I really would. She speaks would. It with a Slovenian and an Italian accent kind of together? Well, sadly, do... sadly, I was born without an accent. So when I make fun of people's accents, um, it's just jealousy lashing out. Um, yeah, but so. <laughs> those are the guys who went after Michelle Obama for her muscles. Yeah. For her, you know, oh, she had, her arms were. Oh, my God, she didn't wear sleeves. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you know, and, which, is, which is funny considering that they support the right to bear arms. See? See, there you go. And not not only that, but. You know, the way they attacked her about, you know, she's trying to tell us what to eat. She's trying to she's trying to uh, tell our kids what to eat. That ain't right. No, she never, ever, ever said that. If you think she told you what you have to eat, you're a dimwit and you're too dumb probably even to feed yourself. Um, <laughs> You know, but, but, you know, it's like, okay. So how she's she's helping kids. She's helping kids. Well, she was trying to help your kids not be little tubs of goo that need to be rolled to school. You know, I mean, I don't I'm not trying to, you know, fat shame anybody here. But, you know, uh, obesity is an epidemic. You know, Michelle Obama wanted to try and save people's lives. And all she got was a bunch of shit from a bunch of rednecks who were like, nope. You from my cold dead hands? Will you pry this cheeseburger with bacon and onion rings? You know. Me as they're stuffing a fistful of fried pork rinds in their gullet. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, nothing nothing says healthy eating like fried pigskin. Sure, yeah, I know, I know. So (laughs) catch me salting a football and chomping on it all day. Don't egg on. <laughs> egg on, yes. So anyway, so uh, you know what? I, I don't care. If you're going to make fun of Melania Trump's accent, I'm probably going to laugh along. I think it's funny. I'm sorry. It, I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from her for what languages she can speak or anything like that. I will say that she's full of shit when she says she wants to tackle cyberbullying. <sighs> do, I, do I have to even explain that one? You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, you know, that, done, um, nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. So, you know, so if, if somebody's going to get a little upset that we make fun of her accent, Oh, get over yourself, snowflake. Um, so, you know, we're not taking anything. Away. I, I actually have, a, offense. huh? Hannity took terrible offense. Oh, he did. And, and, it, and I, I just, I, God damn it. Sean Hannity. Yeah. Yeah. God Damn it! Bobber, were you going to add something? Uh, no, I, well, yeah, the the whole cyberbullying thing. Her the first thing she could do is take away Fat Donnie's phone. That would be the first sure the, the first step towards stopping cyberbullying. Well, she's she like most women are probably terrified of him, so um, that uh, ain't going to happen. Uh, so anyway, here here's the second half of Jimmy Kimmel talking about this Hannity feud. Not speak ass clown though. What even is an ass clown? <laughs> I was thinking about it this morning. Uh, is it an ass that's a clown, or is it a clown that actually lives in an ass, like a 
little bozo bird in your butt cheeks. I honestly don't know. <laughs> and more importantly, why is Sean Hannity openly fantasizing about clowns in the ass? Is this what you... Is that your thing at night when you... You have your pants down? When you're... At 2 a.m., you got your laptop open at Breitbart, you sneak into the den to hump a pillow from the Ivanka Trump collection <laughs> quietly so your wife doesn't wake up and force you to go to church. Sean Hannity's problem is, for eight years while Obama was president, he was unable to get an erection. For eight years, not one erection. And he tried everything. He Viagra, Cialis, he tried looking at pictures of Paul Ryan with his shirt off, didn't work. Went to office Christmas parties with Bill O'Reilly. Nothing. Oh. He wasn't able to. But now that Trump is president, here's the twist. Sean Hannity is unable to have anything but an erection. Okay? <laughs> He's had an erection since November of 2016, and it's driving him mad. He's lost his mind. This is the guy who defended the multiply alleged pedophile Roy Moore, and I'm a despicable disgrace. I'm the ass clown. Here's the thing. If I'm an ass clown, and I might very well be, you, Sean are the whole ass circus. You're the, <laughs> you're the juggler, you're the trapeze artist, you are the ass lion, lion tamer and the ass human cannonball all jammed into one little car. You're the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey of ass clownsmanship. But I do, I do want to say, I appreciate how compassionate you've suddenly become to the plight of immigrants in this country over the last 24 hours. You know what I think is disrespectful of the First Lady? Cheating on her with a porn star after she has a baby. Why don't you rant a little about that, John Hannity? And go get a haircut, you hippie! <laughs> Amen! There we go. Amen! So... In response to a lot of uh, what uh, Kimmel said here, um, Hannity has taken to Twitter and he's digging up old comedy sketches from the Man Show. Uh, one of them, one of them that he he walked uh, he he uh, comedy sketches. All right, and I'm we've talked discussed the Man Show on on here before, and it's like you know what? Yeah, he did that. It was pretty distasteful we really didn't like it but it was a different time with comedy and you could get away with a lot of stuff just uh, you know 15 years ago the the comedy landscape was so different you know you couldn't turn a channel with that here in a gay joke you know or, or you know some kind of racially charged joke you know and there was so a few things that he's tweeted there was one sketch where he dressed up as a back basketball player and did blackface um, but it really wasn't attacking the basketball player's race at all. It, you know, it, I mean, I, I'm not going to be the person to come out and say what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate with, with, you know, painting your skin to look like you're of a different race. I'm just not, cause I, it's not for me to say, do I think it was tasteless? Yeah. Do I think that it, that it was, uh, you know, a, a fireable offense that he did it 15 years ago, and Hannity's like, "Hey, Disney, look at uh, Harvey Weinstein Jr. You need to fire him." You know, and this is that. Yeah, he's calling him Harvey Weinstein Jr. because there was another one where he was walking around and he had a fake erection in his pants, and he was asking women if size mattered, and he would bump into them with the fake erection. You know, and all those women who ended up on the show. The, they signed releases 
to you know every everybody who was involved in that comedy sketch sent signed a, a, a consent form, right? Yep. And yeah, tasteless, sure. Gross, sure. Uh, but you know what? It again, it was comedy, and it it wasn't. I mean, you could debate whether it's mean spirited or not. And, you know, uh, and in this climate, this day and age, you could not do the same thing. You couldn't do, I mean, you couldn't do some of the stuff that was done on Saturday Night Live 15 years ago. You know, I mean. Oh, 40 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously, 40 years ago. I mean, I, I get what you're, I get what where you're going with this. Um, I did not like the man show. Didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like it when it was on, you know, replayed. I never liked that show. I found it to be just, well, you know, there's a reason why it was called The Man Show. It yeah. wasn't called, hey, women, come watch this show. Yeah, exactly. So now, now so, so for me, when I saw Hannity out there tweeting and saying, hey, Disney, look at this. Hey, Disney, look at this. Well, I, I would was reminded i was like oh we're gonna dig into jimmy kimmel's past were from comedy shows you're gonna try and get him yeah. fired by the disney corporation for what he did there well i sent like a link. disney doesn't know what the man show was yeah i mean and i sent uh, i sent a link to jimmy kimmel and tagged sean hannity on it on twitter and i said perhaps you should look into what sean hannity did early in his career and Sean Hannity was fired. Well, he got uh, uh, kicked off of a college radio station for doing one of the most hate-filled, homophobic, nasty. I mean, you know, going, going, like, you know how. Uh, in another one thing that reminded me of it was was when Jimmy Kimmel said, "Oh, is that what you do? You fantasize about clowns in your ass?" That's exactly what he does because this, what? this, this, well. Sort of. This show that he did back in almost almost twenty nine years to the date from four four nineteen eighty nine on um let me find the uh, find the 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 college station he did it on I think it was it was in California one of the many high school or colleges he dropped out of uh, KCSB um he was uh he was kicked off the air for a show where he hosted a guy who wrote the AIDS cover-up, all right? And it was UC Santa Barbara was the college. And, um, but yeah, so, and, and I want to play for you. If you think the stuff that I just mentioned was offensive from Jimmy Kimmel, let's listen to what Sean Hannity was doing 29 years ago. And, you know, maybe Jimmy Kimmel hopefully will pick up on this and say, hey, Fox, look what you have here. See what Shepard Smith thinks about working with this guy. Right. Now, in the beginning, in the foreword of your book, you have uh, Dr. William A. Hasteline from the AIDS researcher from Harvard Medical School, and he says, and I quote, the AIDS epidemic will produce an enormous and frightening effect on the world health uh, and public health officials may be relatively powerless to contain it. And he also explains at a different point that contrary to what we hear in the general media, uh, that you can get AIDS from... Uh, 
saliva, from tears, that there's a casual tr transmission is very possible. And you go into this into your book as well. Why haven't the general public, is this, this sort of a brainwashing, if you want my opinion, going on, where they don't want the general public to get the true information about this disease? It's a, it seems like it's a, uh, they're trying to hide the facts to, to keep the public uh, from getting alarmed about it because they're afraid perhaps of the uh, backlash that they might receive, the homosexuals might receive. All right. Sean Hannity just said, it was, it had a guy on his show in 1989 promoting a book saying that AIDS totally, you, you can contract it through tears and saliva. Tell me what's more dangerous, a comedy sketch or a guy who's promoting this kind of dangerous ideology and backwards uh, you know, you know, complete, you know, the antithesis of research and science and, and, you know, medicine, he's doing a radio show, did a radio show, promoted this and said, yeah, you can, you know, just you know, get through a cough. What's more dangerous, a comedy sketch or, or trying to marginalize an entire, you know, group of American uh, Americans and saying they're going to kill you with, you know, a sneeze. I'm going to go with Hannity. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's think? an easy get or go to, but mm -hmm. I can't believe in 1989 he was saying that when it was proven at that point that that was not true. Yeah, 29 years ago, folks. A mere 29 years ago. This is the sort of thing Fox News still does all the time. They put out innuendo. They put out you know, opinions disguised as news. Yeah. And, and that's why the people that watch Fox News are so stupid and believe the, the craziest shit. I mean, uh, you would think that Hannity was the, was the director of all this stuff because that seems to be what he, he delves in all the time. It has been for years. Yeah. and Has, it, it, has Hannity ever denounced what he said on that radio show? Because, never. honest to God, like I said a few seconds ago, by 1989, we knew that that was not true. Anybody who was following the LGBTQ community or AIDS or any of that stuff knew by 1989 you weren't going to get AIDS from going to a sitting on a toilet bowl or kissing the wrong person. Yeah, that was 1989. He was still spreading that. That it was, and uh, you know, and if you think it, here's the thing: if you think that was bad. Wait for the other six clips I have for you after the break, everybody. Oh, Oof. yay. Yeah. <laughs> yay. Yeah. God I, damn it. it Shame needs on to... Jimmy Kimmel for making fun of Melania's accent. Yeah, yeah. So now, but you know what? I, I, I believe that this is important, and I'll tell you what. I started the I started the snowball rolling on Ted Nugent way back in the day by letting people know about his song, Jailbait. Um, let's see if maybe, you know, the, this will have the sn snowball effect starting from this tiny little show into the rest of the media. It's already been brought to the attention to Jimmy Kimmel. I'll keep spreading the good word, everybody. And you can too. And, uh, and yeah, of course, Media Matters, uh, has all of this. I, I'll share the link before we go to the break. If you want to do some reading up on this and, um, and, uh, <laughs> Heather says, you have me thinking of Liz Taylor. Oh, am I that sultry? Thank you. Um, so <laughs> I, don't understand. I don't understand. But um, Well, no, Liz uh, Taylor was actually one of the first people to come out. One of the first straight people to come out and say, stop 
you know, stop oh, yeah, going yeah. after people with AIDS. Well, I'll I'll take either 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 as a compliment. So, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, and go to this break when we come this back. Was beautiful. Yeah, shoot, absolutely stunner. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we're gonna have more of this awful audio from Sean Hannity from 1989. But in the interim, let's prime everybody with a wonderful song from Bobber, "Invisible," coming up right here. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Yeah. 
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, uh, joining me from uh, Washington, D.C. for all three hours tonight, uh, Bobber... Happy belated anniversary. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you. And, uh, of course, what a wonderful tune, Invisible. Uh, and Peter in San Francisco says, wow, that's some nice deep bass in this song. Got it playing uh, on my front speakers, finally. Oh, nice. Very good. I just actually bought new speakers for my computer. I'm excited to hook them up. They just came today, so I didn't get a chance to set them up. Looking forward to it. Um, and, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, also in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. I'm yeah. also celebrating an anniversary. Yeah, a happy belated anniversary <laughs> to you, too. So, I thought it was a catch-all for the so. both of you. But, um, I am, I'm being an asshole. You are, you are. Thank you. It's my uh, job. Thanks, Obama. I do. So. <laughs> Seriously, thanks, Obama. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and um, jump right back into this uh, cesspool of Sean Hannity stuff. Again, from 4-4-1989. He did an entire show of this, and it looks like broke. Uh, oh, uh, hi, Brokehammer. Brokehammer, where is he? Um, he says hi. But um, uh, it looks like um, uh, Trojan Rabbit says... Um, Ha ha ha, what a fucking coward. His Wikipedia entry is semi-locked until 2019. Sean Hannity, I, th I think, is what he's talking what, about. What's up with that? Um, Yeah, and it says, because it's interesting, he says it's interesting, again from Trojan Rabbit, that his Wikipedia hardly mentions much of that uh, of this. He left because the station wouldn't apologize to him. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. and um, Wait, so, he left his college station? Yeah. No, you're not guaranteed a show on a college station. He got fired. He got canned. <laughs> he got he wow. got kicked off. And okay. when you start to hear the rest of this audio, you're going to completely understand why. 
Um, it was so ugly. It was just a hate fest. And again, should we be angry that Jimmy Kimmel did some edgy, you know, uh, maybe possibly irresponsible comedy 15 years ago that weren't really, you know, uh, broad attacks on any group of people? Or should we be more concerned that a man who got his start in political radio, um, probably still, oh, I'm certain still thinks the same exact way he does now. You know, um, you know what? Can can I just jump in here quickly? Go ahead. I, and I want to make this really quick with what you just said. Did Jimmy Kimmel do a stupid show 15 years ago? Yada, yada, yada. Yes, you can be upset. You can be upset with him. But here's the thing. A lot of people have done really stupid things in their past. Sure. It's what they do in the future, what they do to redeem themselves that to me as a liberal makes me forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I I, want to make that really clear. Some of the drunken recordings I did with my buddies back in the day. um, I hope to God that those just are, are somewhere in a, in a fucking landfill somewhere. You know, because we we did some, it, some pretty it goes raunchy, back nasty you stuff. Say, you know, people change, times change. I times change, and what is more acceptable now, and what was less acceptable then, things mm-hmm. change. And I I want to see progress. Yeah, I could not stand the Man Show. I found it. I I, I don't know if I was with Bob at the time. I don't even know who I was with at the time, but I do remember saying, "Can we have a woman show?" Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so let, it, for the sake of time, let's, let's get through some of these clips because again, that yeah, was just sorry. the tip I of the iceberg. That That's all right. I appreciate <laughs> it. So here's the next one. This one's kind of long. Um, and, uh, this is uh, more with the author of the, the book, the AIDS cover up. We're speaking this morning with, uh, Gene Antonio, author of the AIDS cover up. Gene, I just want to go into a little bit in terms of the physical aspects just so people know of what happens when you're a homosexual why is that so prone to diseases okay. as it has been listen when you engage in rectal sodomy first of all the rectum is designed to expel feces not take in a penis and so what happens is oh the body God. rebels against that many homosexuals have colitis or spastic colon right. because their body in- internally is rebelling against that process yes many homosexuals have have dribbling of fecal matter because their sphincter loses its tightness and firmness from repeatedly being forced to engage in act in which it's not supposed to. Also, many homosexuals had a, immune suppression even without AIDS because the vagina is designed for intercourse. When sperm is, is, is deposited in the vagina, it can either travel up and, and you can become pregnant, but it is not absorbed into the bloodstream. And not only that, the system is designed perfectly in terms of lubrication occurs exactly all, all these right. things are natural so it's ready receptive oh, that's right and and it open for it yes. and the end result is children it's a natural process and, and that's right even when there's no children or there's no conception that yeah. sperm is not absorbed in the bloodstream whereas in rectal sodomy it is so clearly yeah. the rectum is not a place for uh, copulating and the uh, the immune suppression which we have seen in the homosexual population uh, it's a direct result not only Well, there's wow. a lot there to unpack. 
Well, here's uh, here's the first thing. Um, not intended. Not intended. <laughs> you know, there are straight people that have anal sex too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't hear them get brought up in there anywhere in there. Um, you know, and the thing is, he he said that the sperm is absorbed in the colon. I mean, what the colon is, does is it absorbs flute liquids to to make you know the the sluice that's coming from the small intestine into a solid mat. You know, it essentially turns diarrhea into turrets. That's what it does. Yeah. Thank you for that science. But it's not absorbing sperm. It might get some of the fluid out of it, but it's not. It's insane. I, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm the, the lag that the, they're just, he's just making shit up. He really well, is. They are making shit up. They are uh, making no, shit no up. No pun intended. When they talk about, they keep talking about sodomy and all this other crap. And 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 I, I guess the thing, as I was listening to that, trying not to be disgusted, is the fact that they um, don't understand sex. Sex does not necessarily require a penis to go into a vagina. This is true. Sex is sex. Sex is sex. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you. something we've said on this show many times. Sex is sex. There's no gay sex. There's no straight sex. Sex is sex. You know? Oh my God! Mm. Um, and uh, you know, yes, yes, intercourse. No, no, reproduction through yes. standard intercourse. You know, the PP into the VV. Yes, we all get that. <laughs> but do we really need? And here's the thing about all of this: is you think they're graphic now? Oh, really, Ken? Oh, I, I had to, I had to cut. I had to cut so much out because I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. There was one part where they were talking about, oh, well, they cut arms and legs off. Of, they cut the legs off of gerbils and pull their teeth out and stuff them inside one another. You know, I mean, that kind of stuff. I, I was like, fuck you, you freaks. You know, I mean, it's all this is like urban legend. <clears throat> what gay people do. This is what they're doing right now. No, it, it, this is what they think. Yeah, this is what they think about a lot. A lot. They're just sitting there thinking about it and thinking, wow, well, these guys have all the fun. And now I mean, you understand why Sean thinks about ass clowns, a little clown popping out of a butthole. That's that's a He thinks that's a, a sex act. Um, it's, it's a hamster, hamster wearing a little funny hat. Yeah, a little pointy hat with a dealy bob on the end. Um, oh, so... <laughs> So, uh, so here, here's here's part three. Um, and listen to what what he says about uh, gay sex. What it's like. This is what it's like. History shows that yeah. sodomy's been going on since you know the times of Caligula, and yeah. and they say that you know Greek young Greek boys practiced it and that type of thing. And so I'm wondering, like, why why the disease hasn't come up about since then. Well, there have been, you know, throughout history, like, different diseases would pop up at a different time. And uh, when we get him back on the line, he'll probably be able to explain it a little better. Um, but what happens is, you know, what he was explaining is that the practices these people are engaged in is tantamount to, you know, playing in a sewer. Mm-hmm. And I hate to use strong language, but that's the same thing. No, you, you don't. You know, we, we have medical knowledge. We know that bacteria and all these things exist uh, in this day and age. And we know... It's common sense you wouldn't let your child play 
uh, over a sewer, would you? No. So, what these people oh. are engaging in, and he says it very graphically in his book, is tantamount to uh, engaging in this behavior, and this is what's involved in it. Tantamount to playing in an open sewer. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the very idea at saying that AIDS was introduced tantamount to this behavior. No, no. Yeah. Oh, and I'm AIDS so was sorry. Introduced <laughs> because of bad blood work. I want, I want to say this right now to Peter in San Francisco, since he's listening on his lovely speakers. I'm so sorry. Here, listen to my deep, wonderful voice right now to try and make <laughs> up a li- just a little bit for this horrible tin can audio that I'm about to continue playing. But most of the clips are a little bit shorter, so you'll be all right. Um, I feel bad for Peter because he's listening to Tin Can Hannity Head. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tic Tac Head, uh, Slant Head. Oh, goodness. Um, it, well, now, now this, this I believe, other than all the graphic talk and all the, you know, just thinking about it. So, oh, man, I love thinking about that, Hannity. You know, oh, he's just... He's just thinking about it all day long. Ooh, let me read this book about all these lewd and lascivious sodomites. Oh, my, oh, my. You know? I mean, oh. it's, it's, uh, they're freaks. They're freaks. They think about gay sex more than gay people do. And it, it, yes. the most, the yes, most offensive, the most offensive stuff uh, to me has not happened yet. This is one of the most offensive things Hannity said. Uh, uh, this is a short clip. You know, to say that, that homosexuals are responsible for AIDS, I don't think they're responsible for AIDS, but I do think they're responsible for passing it. That's very, and, very much so. Responsible and, okay, for spreading fine. it. I do not think that I would want a homosexual teaching my kid, I especially wouldn't. if my kid was an adolescent boy. Sean Hannity wouldn't want a gay person teaching one of his children. I Because they're I, disease spreaders. So they might cough in class and and infect all those children. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was it was what she said. What she said. I don't think that AIDS are responsible, or I don't think that homosexuals Gay, she, she, are responsible yeah. for AIDS, but they're responsible for pa- for passing it on. Uh, but not the drug users. The drug users never get brought up for sharing needles. We never hear about. Yeah, that. you notice that too. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you you never hear anything about. It. Well, you know what. Uh, around this same time, a little earlier, uh, I went to school with a girl named Krista Blake, who is dead now from AIDS, um, who Sorry. caught it from her boyfriend from having unprotected sex. And he got it from Sharon Needles. So yes. a straight white man who did drugs killed this girl when they had unprotected sex because he knew he was sick i'm just going to put this out there i know this isn't about what the show is supposed to be because i know we're supposed to be talking about hannity but i want to tell you something um gay men and later on gay women and lgbtq people they were the group who helped slow the spread of aids absolutely they were the ones who came out in the 80s and said use a goddamn condom protect yourself and don't get AIDS. I, yeah. I'm really offended. I'm really offended by what I just heard in that clip. By hearing that it was it was it was gay people that were spreading AIDS. Yeah, they were the ones who were preventing it from being spread. I'm sorry, Bob. No, that's hundred percent true. And, and on top of that, 
you know, they were also the guinea pigs for all the drug treatments. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, True. because yes. well, they, you know, they it was their only choice, of course, but at, at the same time, um, that's, that's, you know, they, they just, they were just, oh, try this, try this. Oh, it didn't work. You did. Sorry. Let's try this. Let's try this and try this. Yes. Well, here, here's another one where the the uh, Hannity is talking with a caller and in deep fascination. I, this is one I cut way down because this was this this caller. I should I really should have gotten it now that I think of it because this one caller was like, "Yeah, and you can see this stuff in any gay porn magazine that you pick up off the off the newsstand. Not like crazy ones, but just like the mainstream ones. And rare, there's ads all through them. And it's like, dude, dude." How many do you own? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I had to cut it down, but I clipped it at the perfect moment when Sean Hannity decided to chime in about a certain sex act he seemed to be interested in. These are because of practices involving ingestion of human waste or of, of, uh, of stool. These men eat one another's uh, fecal matter, and people say, that. what are you talking? That is so awful. That is bizarre. What are you talking about? This is called scat. You just blew, you just blew the whole audience out of Santa Barbara. I'll have you know. Well, that is reality, though. If it you is. pick up a copy of the homosexual magazines, they have advertisements oh. for giving and receiving enemas. And these are not fringe magazines. Either. Giving and receiving enemas. Okay, all right, so, but, you know, it, 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 and so I was wrong. I didn't completely get rid of that guy saying this. You can just pick up one of these magazines about giving each other enemas. Well, that's healthy. <laughs> you can get, you can buy an enema off the shelf. I mean, straight people can give each other enemas, too. Everybody's got a shitter. I mean, come on. I, I mean, well, Melania Trump probably doesn't. I think she's like a Barbie doll. Um... I mean, so, do they think enemas are, are some sort of sexual, you know, I, I don't act know. For the, but for, I think I think Peter Peter in San Francisco is probably calling me right now to to chew me out about this audio. Peter, is that you? <laughs> Hello. Wait, who's this? It's Tina. It's Tina in Maryland. Dana oh. from Facebook. Hi, Dana. Hi, Dana. Are you, Hi, Dana. Are you listening? Are you listening to the show right now? Hey, we- yes. <laughs> And I'm oh, like, okay. oh, oh shit! It's like ten to eight. I gotta see if he'll take a phone call. Well, I'm yeah, like you know. Yeah, yeah, usually we do phone calls in the next hour, but uh, but oh, what's what? I'm, well, I'm I got to get through I'm a bunch sorry. of audio here. But go, do you have a quick thought? No, what, what? I'm just I'm I'm just pissed about Ann Coulter. I, I, uh, when you say you, Ann Coulter, wait, Dana. When you say Ann Coulter, yes. are you talking about Sean Hannity discussing discussing fecal matter? Yeah, exactly. Well, I call her the T word, and some women don't oh. like that word. But I, yeah. I, there's, I mean, well, there's no other word for her. Well, I'll tell you what. That. That's that's a little off topic for us right now. So uh, if you want to okay, call back, if you want to call yeah, back, just, you know just, what? I, how about I just tell you that, that was the breaking news. You guys can look it up. She said something horrible, and I know it's shocking. Honestly. I know. I'm I'm so shocked. I'm so <laughs> you shocked. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, so out of character for her. But I mean, this is really. I mean, really. All really, right. Well, well, we'll look like, it up, but we've got to get through this Hannity stuff first. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. And I'm going to get yeah. back and listen. Oh, oh All right. and did he get charged? Or someone came out against that he harassed her, right? Oh, God bless. Uh, oh, I, I, I have okay. not seen that yet, but uh, but yeah, enjoy okay, the well, show, though. Some woman's coming out, so yeah. 
All right, very good. Enjoy the show. Thanks for calling, Dana. Bye-bye. Bye, Dana. Uh, Okay. Seriously, can we call um, Sean Hattie's Fecal Talk and Coulter? Why not? Why not? So anyway, so so uh, but getting back to this clip here, yes, there there was a guy who uh, actually you know actively went and was reading this stuff, and Hannity was really, really, really super interested in this. And uh, here is here, it, listen, listen for the, it, and you'll know you'll know what part I clipped out of this one, everybody. That is really sick. There's something really wrong. I think anyone that believes, anyone listening to the show that believes homosexuality uh, is just... Doggone it. I'm sorry. That's the wrong clip here. This one. These are the standard fare of the homosexual subculture. When I say subculture, the entire group is a subculture. It's not a community, per se. It is a subculture of people engaging in deviant, twisted acts. So they literally uh, will uh, defecate in one another's mouth. They will practice activities so called rimming, where, where, where they actually uh, eat fecal matter. They will have uh, golden showers. Golden showers. <laughs> there we go, Sean. Oh, my goodness. Golden showers. Oh, Sean oh, brought that up. For all time, Sean. Unprompted. For all time. Really unprompted. Golden fecal showers. matter, fecal matter, golden showers. Golden showers. Hello, Golden Sean. showers. Aren't for, you sexy? For all time, Sean. You thinking about... Golden showers. Yeah. Just like Fat Donnie. Just like your fucking hero. Because, oh, no, oh, but, you know, only gay people can do golden showers because only gay people produce urine. What the fuck? Well, according to these guys, only gay people produce fecal matter. Yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, I mean, rimming, you know, to be honest, I'm sad that I know this, but rimming is not eating fecal matter unless uh, you're just really not, really unclean. <laughs> oh, right, oh, wait, wait a second. Golden showers. Can you talk more about this? Well, I think involves, that we'll, we'll yeah, leave it to... a tongue and an anus, and it, it does not require penetration. Now with our famous hot okay. gravy. Golden showers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, Hannity brand right we there. We learned something tonight. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was... It was well, never mind. I won't even go to well, two groups. So anyway, anyway. Oh, the, the, my God. So here's the last one, and this is mostly just from Hannity's... Hannity's uh, own wretched shithole, which he is known as his mouth, um, it, where he he lets it be known how, what he truly thinks of of gay people. After uh, again, just a litany, just you know, caller after caller, the interviewer, the or, I'm sorry, the book, the guy who wrote the book, uh, you know, his own, you know, uh, showers. bringing up every <laughs> sex act you could possibly name under the sun that are only committed by the dirty gays. Never brings up lesbians in this, but. I'll tell you what, a lesbian saves the day on this show, on this, uh, eventually. But, but this is from Hannity. This is, what is this? What is this? This is lesser behavior. I think that's what he says. Uh, uh, no, a lower form of behavior. That is really sick. There's something really wrong. I think anyone that believes, anyone listening to the show that believes homosexuality is just a normal lifestyle has been brainwashed. And... You know, it's very dangerous if we start accepting lower and lower forms of behavior as the normal. They try and equate homosexuality 
with, you know, uh, with the rights of, say, minorities. They try and group it in the same link, and, and it's, it has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Imagine how angry he Wait was. Wait a second. Wait, can you repeat that? Uh, you want me to play the whole thing again? Just the end part. Homosexuality, oh. we're trying to equate them with the rights of minorities? Yes. Did yes. I hear that right? That's what he said. That's what he said. You're, you're totally right. And the thing is, um, they are a minority, and they also have rights. Oh, and why does Sean Hannity sound like Joe Pesci? Um, yeah, his accent was really, yeah, yeah, well, it's kind of thick here, yeah, all right, what's going on, yeah. Let's talk about these dirty gay people, okay? Um, yeah. With the rights of minorities, okay, that pisses me off beyond all the fecal talk and all the rimming talk and all the other talk. Well, uh, you know, he LGBT. didn't say the civil, he didn't say the civil rights movement. He wasn't specific. He just said rights of minorities. So what, does does Hannity think minorities are just, I don't know, those blacks? Sure. I get the feeling. I think he thinks minorities are, uh, minority specifically refers to people who aren't white. Yeah. That would mean, it seems pretty clear. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. So, uh, so, but anyway. Gay people are less than the minorities. The day was partially saved, though, by a caller to the show. A woman, oh. and, and I don't, I didn't get her name from the clip or anything, but, and if she is out there somewhere, this woman is a fucking hero. She is an absolute hero. She, it was part of a program on uh, the same college network, and she had a call to the show, and this is, this is a, a very early, rare form of what we lovingly refer to as Rex Quando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Even though I think this is probably the most despicable thing that Hannity said throughout the entire show, um, his insult to this woman, who is a, a, a new mother and a lesbian, um, what he said to her, in her, but her recovery was fucking phenomenal i saved the best for last here you go everybody and this was it really won't matter what oh i'm sorry say it again this was 1989 1989 absolutely and this is a, again a, a woman who was a part of another uh talk show um okay. and uh it, it, and it was about equality <laughs> so i guess hannity wanted to be fair and balanced and uh have a show about inequality uh, so, <laughs> uh, so here we go. It really won't matter what it is that I say, what kind of statistics that I that I will give you with regard to anything along this subject line, because I think you're using this forum to uh, uh, perpetuate your own hatred towards a, a group of people, and, and that I find particularly offensive. I have a son, okay, and I just gave birth to him about eight weeks ago, and I certainly hope that he doesn't grow up. Artificial insemination. Like aren't, you, aren't you married to a woman, by the way? Yes, I am. Okay, we just want to get that out gene there's a show on here it's called gay and lesbian perspectives you know this is a college station so you get all sorts of shows i'm not a college student and uh, okay and this lady um just had a child you know do you know how they do that now 
Yeah. Yeah, isn't that, yeah, isn't that well, beautiful? Well, that's also a, a really disgusting remark. It's, I feel sorry for you, Charles, yeah. but do you want to make any more comments? Well, uh, I, I don't, actually, because I, I really feel that it's really um, uh, an actual opportunity for me to raise a son who mm -hmm. will be um, a broad-minded individual uh -huh. who will love women or love men, whoever he decides, uh -huh. and that he won't be anything like either one of you. No! Yeah, so um, he said, "I feel." Well, he said, "Oh, you know what they call those those babies?" And the guy on the line said, "Turkey baster baby," and she said, "Handy was like, yeah, yeah." And then, uh, and the caller was like, "That's really disgusting." And then, you know, he said, "I pity your son. I pity your son. I feel bad for him." And she just fucking lashed at him and said, you know, she didn't even lash out. She just had was cool, calm, collected and said, well, no, uh, I don't feel bad for him because he's he's going to be a broad minded individual that won't turn out to be anything like either one of you. And that was and great. That, that kid, that boy is now 30 years old. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So. Oh. And uh, probably not a Fox News viewer. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I want everybody to remember what you heard here tonight, even though it was very lo-fi and very painful on Peter in San Francisco's ears through his magnificent <laughs> speakers. Um, uh, that was important. And I really, really hope Jimmy Kimmel and his production crew go through this audio. Sorry. Hiccup lasagna. Mmm. Leftover lasagna. Easter lasagna. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to eat it before it's a week old. Um, and, um, and oh man, it's so good reheated too. Uh, but you know, seriously, you know this this uh, this is something. Hopefully, Jimmy Kimmel and his uh, producers pick up on it. Other news networks do, and they're like, okay, if we're gonna bring up what everybody else has done in their past and try and get them fired from whatever, um, let's see if we can get Sean Hannity fired from Fox News. Maybe the the Murdoch kids will be like, oh shit, we can't have this, you know. You know, Shep Smith ain't happy about working with that homophobe. So oh, I'm just really yeah, amazed seriously. how disgusting he was back 30 years ago. And there was so much more in that. It, go to that flashback. Uh, it's called uh, from Media Media Matters for America. Uh, a flashback: the repulsive anti-gay comments that once got Sean Hannity fired uh, from January 15th, 2014. Probably the last time I played some of this audio. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, oh, bad comedy sketches, Sean Hannity, an entire program filled with, with spreading misinformation and, uh, hatred against gay people. Fucking crazy. So, uh, but anyway, we're running a little bit long. We got to head to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, oh, who knows what, well, maybe we'll talk about Trump denying, uh, uh, <laughs> some stuff about Stormy Daniels. That could be fun. And, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up Tonight with me, Rain, and Bobber right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature, 
with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre, the Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Golden showers. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. 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 And, Hello. Your, bo- Hello. <laughs> your, <laughs> your bobber half, <laughs> Der Braumeister, uh, the rocker known as Bobber uh, from Four Freedoms blog. <laughs> Welcome to the show, sir. Well, thank you for having me again. No problem. Yeah, this is a rare treat having you on for all three hours, too. So this is good. I don't think that's happened since last uh, day. Last day. Um, so <laughs> and don't worry. I promise you this shot, this show, it's uh, it's in good shape. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Yes. But what's the show called? I mean, it doesn't really have a name. Uh, golden showers. Golden showers. Uh, golden showers. That's a great name for the show. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Sean Hannity would watch uh, it every day. Golden how, how do you say that in Russian? Uh, the, Stop spreading lie and false <laughs> um, news. That's how you would say it. Uh, all right. So he couldn't remember the name of the White House. God damn it! Oh yeah. Oh oh shit. That's right. The White House. You know there there really is no name for it. There's no name for this show too, right? Uh, <laughs> did I? I don't think I. I don't think I edited that part out. Let me. I want to really thank the first lady Melania who has done. An incredible job. She worked so hard on this on event. And, and so I want to thank you. Dis and dat. Also, I want to thank the White House Historical Association and all of the people that worked so hard with Melania, with everybody to keep this incredible house or building or whatever you want to call it, because there really is no name for it. Golden showers. Yes, there is. <laughs> he's such a fucking idiot oh my god (laughs) this uh, you know what uh you uh you are correct with the fucking idiot and since you are the first person to say that on the show tonight i believe you are uh we're gonna have to give you the standard award it has it's been a while since we've awarded this winner winner chicken dinner there you go Uh, now with our famous hot gravy yeah not the kind hannity was talking about (laughs) Um, Golden showers. 
<laughs> so, uh, it really is a name for it. Yeah, there's a name. It really is our name for that award. Uh, the Golden Showers Award. Golden Showers. Um, I, or the Chicken Dinner. I just Chicken Dinner. The Chicky. The Chicky. I think it's just Tippy Top. Tippy Top. Some people, you know. God damn it. Shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. No, the nobody does. Nobody calls it that. No one says that. If you say it, people are just like kind of like give you a side eye and just go, oh God. So <laughs> anyway, um uh, speaking of of uh, the Trump administration. Well, actually, we're going to do extended um, open phones because of my knee. I didn't, uh, I didn't do a lot of audio. So in the next, uh, well, once we start name calling, we'll do uh, about forty-five minutes of open phones, everybody. So if you want to call and talk about Ann Coulter, when we don't have anything else to talk about, you can. Um, and uh, but uh, this is uh, uh, a clip here uh, of uh, Trump on Air Force One being asked about uh, the Stormy Daniels payment. I love this one. Did you know about the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels? Then why did Michael, Michael Cohen make it? All right, I know that was terrible audio, but he was asked, "Did you know about the payment, to Stormy Daniels?" No, I didn't. You'd have to ask my lawyer, yes. uh, <laughs> Michael Cohen. Do you know where he got the money? No. Uh, and I'm so glad now because Trump is on the record, and so if he ever has to testify about any of this stuff, he might be called out as a liar. I don't I think, think that would hurt him at all with his supporters. No, not with his supporters, no. I, so. I'm so over his supporters. They are so dumb. They Bob, are dumb. They, they are dumb. His supporters dumb. are so dumb, but, but they think their butt the is thing. haunted if they fart. They think it's a ghost of food. <laughs> so he, here's the thing, though. If he says, I didn't know about the payment, and I don't know how we, you know, I don't know anything about that payment. Then there's no basis for a lawsuit for violating that agreement because, yeah, but it was it was between, but her and Cohen and not her and Trump. I think she's suing Trump. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the, the where they're saying that they could sue her for twenty million or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that, a problem. They they have no basis there because apparently Trump didn't know anything about it. So yeah, and and Heather Heather says it was campaign campaign money. I've heard, and it's looking more and more like this was a a, a campaign finance uh, issue. There's well, a lot Heather of people out right. there, and Heather Heather is right. There when when the when the Stormy Daniels story first broke, um. Again, I'm going to put this out there. I don't have the tweet in front of me. I don't have the uh, link in front of me. But so, so are you Cohen, saying? Are you saying this? I don't have facts to back this up. It's okay. Actually, I do. I just don't have them in front. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Uh, you get them and bring them right back to you, Truly. Bring but them there to you. Is, there is there are documents out there that Michael Cohen put one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Oh no. 
I don't know if he put it in or took it out, but there was a transaction between the Trump campaign that was $130,000. Mm-hmm. So, that's a problem. Yeah. I'll try to find you some and I'll bring them to you. So, I had I'm pretty sure <laughs> that Michael Cohen put money into the Trump organization, the Trump yeah. campaign org. I think that's what it was. Okay. And... It could be reversed because math is hard for me. But, yeah, Heather is right. It was campaign money. It, uh, the she, Trump organization, yeah. the Trump campaign was involved. And she's not alone in in, in, uh, in thinking that because there are a lot of people out there saying this is looking more and more and more like a campaign finance issue. So um, The other thing that's really important about this is when he said, well, I didn't know anything about the money. He didn't deny the fact that he had an affair. No, no. He also... He didn't uh, deny... Yeah. I mean, that question was asked, and he was like, well, I don't know anything about the money. There's well, really no any sane mofo, <laughs> even if he had an affair, would have been like, I didn't have an affair, and the rest of this is not worth discussing. Oh, yeah. Well, he knows... I'd like to say he kind of knows what he should and shouldn't say, but honest to God, at this point, I don't even fucking know or care, really. Um, I just hope something brings him down, uh, preferably. Golden showers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Um, so, uh, well, now this is, I, I love this. It, this is, a, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We talked about Scott Pruitt, the EPA, um, Jagoff, who is, uh, getting the, renting out in again, $50, what, $50 a night, right? Or $50 a week. What was it? A night or, uh, the, the a room? Night. A night. $50, $50 a night. One night and only on the nights that he was there. And only on the nights that he's there. Um, it, 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 we, we talked about this. Uh, head of the EPA, total scam. Total fucking scam, right? And Fox, of all places, Ed Henry interviewed Scott Pruitt about this in a very contentious interview. And what I found hilarious is, I forget where I read it. I think it was on Media Matters, but apparently... Um, MSNBC and CNN has played more of this interview on their airwaves than Fox has. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a real zinger. Uh, but yeah, so it, this is uncut. I only had time to grab the whole thing, but I'll, I'll play it f for a little bit and pause it. But this is great. Ed Henry did. Uh, I don't know. I think he might be fired for getting caught doing journalism over at Fox, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, Fox's Ed Henry versus Scott Pruitt on, uh, the, uh, so much more. There, there was like the pay raises that he gave his buddies, uh, at the EPA yes. gave him like $57,000 yes. a year, you know, raises or, you know, it ra raises to that level, the median income in America to 56, $57,000. Um, and, uh. It's this. This interview is a thing of beauty. It really is, and you know, I, I've never really thought much about Ed Henry, but he's on my radar now. Good, good on you. Good on you. 
Listen to this. Why did you go around the president and the White House to give pay raises to two staffers? I did not. My staff did, and I found out about that yesterday, and I changed it. So somebody being fired for that? That should not have been done. And it so may, who it, did it? It may be there. There would be some accountability. A career that. person or a political person? I'll have to. I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. What? Who did I found out about this yesterday, and what? I corrected the action. <laughs> so we are in the process of finding out how it took place and correcting. So that hang on. Forward. Both of these staffers who got these large pay raises are friends of yours, I believe, from Oklahoma, right? They are staffers here in the agency. Then they're they from they're friends of yours. Well, they, they serve a very important person. And you here. didn't know that they got these large pay raises? I did not know that they got the pay raises until yesterday. Okay, one of them got a pay Bullshit. raise of, let's see, 28000 The other was $56,000. Do you know what the median income in this country is? No, what, what? 57000 a year. Okay. So one of your friends from Oklahoma no. got a pay raise that's the medium income. They did not get a pay, pay raise. raise. They did not get a pay raise. They did. They, no, they, they did. Not. They did not. I stopped that yesterday. So you stopped. Oh my God, this guy. This guy. This fucking guy. Are you serious? I, did, I didn't. No, no, no. No, I did not. They are staffers. They are staffers. They are not my buddy. No, no, no. no. They're staffers. They're staff. He won't even acknowledge. He's just like, they're, 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 they're staffers. They got a raise. That's what they got a raise. And then they got the raise. And they didn't get a raise. They didn't get I put a stop to it. I put a stop to it. I didn't know about it. I put a stop to it. I didn't know about it. I put a stop to it. They were staffers. No. Median wow. income. What is that? What does that mean? Hi. Hi. Hi, Bob. I'm sorry, I totally overspoke you. No, no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just laughing at, at the stupidity of this. Pruitt is a jackhole, man. This guy, really... what fucking turnip truck did he fall off of? Um, It was the Oklahoma turnip truck. <laughs> is, this, is he a product of the, of the Oklahoma public school system? Because uh, they're, they're in big trouble, too. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, now I did I did not know about this, but I I put a stop to it. But I did not know about this, and I just found out about it. And I don't know who it was. I don't know who did it. And I don't know. No, but no, 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 no. There'll be some accountability. I swear. And I and, and, and uh, I didn't know about it. What the you know? Fuck? This is the kind of thing that really pisses me off because he is he is the head of that agency, and the people who got the raises they weren't low level people who got raises. They were his. They friends. were right underneath his office. And Which they were means from Oklahoma. That Scott Pruitt signed off on those raises. And he but I, I, like, I put a stop to it. I put a stop to it. I did not know about it, but I put a stop to it. But I just found out about it. Now I put a stop to it. Didn't know about it. No, but thank you. Just no, yesterday. Bob is right. He had to know. He, he had, had to. to know. It's insane. Serious Oklahoma bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And there's so the, much more to this interview with Bob or please. puts it fecal matter. Oh, jeez. Golden showers. <laughs> So, pissing don't, on don't my head it. and tell me it's raining. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't give me a golden shower and tell me it's raining. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anything else, Bob, before we uh, continue this? Uh, oh, con- no, just continue. This guy's just too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a new impression, everybody. Scott Pruitt. <laughs> yeah. Are you embarrassed that it should not have happened? It should not have happened, and, and and the officials that were involved in that process should not have done what they did. President Trump said he would drain the swamp. I don't. Look, Is I, draining the swamp renting an apartment from the wife ooh, of a Washington lobbyist? I don't think that. Oh, oh. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. 
Jeez. I had to put that in there real quick. That's even remotely fair to ask that question. Okay, so uh, why did you then accept uh, $50 a night uh, to rent a condo from the wife of a Washington lobby? Well, let's talk about that. That is something that, again, has been reviewed by ethics officials here. They've said that it's market rate. You're renting it from the wife of a lobbyist. Yeah. No. Who has no business before this agency. Hold on a second. Bullshit. So, who has no Mr. Business. Hart is, is at Williams & Jensen, right? Major lobbying firm. ExxonMobil is a client. Uh, Mr. Hart has Exxon no Mobil clients. have business before Mr. you, sir? Mr. Hart has no clients that has business before this agency. ExxonMobil has no his business. Firm, he's, the, he's, he's a member of a law firm. To, to take his relationship and extend You're not answering it, the question. It, it was like an Airbnb situation. When I was not there, <laughs> the landlord, they had access no. to the entirety of the facility. When I was Bullshit. there, I only had access to a room. There were common areas. They used the facility at the same time that I was there. So you only so paid for the nights you rent. You were they, seriously, they were masturbating in that room the same time I was masturbating in that room. So it is totally fair. It was a total Airbnb masturbate situation is what it was. And if you don't believe that, seriously, I got I got a video here. Take a look at this. And uh, Sean Hannity approved. Golden showers. No. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Tim Cormel says, Pruitt is lying. Giving political appointees raises requires the secretary's signature. Boom. Thank you yes. for that, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> So, <laughs> that laugh. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. It's infectious. Um, makes me mention, smile every time. I don't know if y'all knew the story that came out today that the people who gave him the lease, the quote unquote lease, and I'm doing mm-hmm. bunny quotes. Yes. They, they basically said to him, hey, dude, you're not paying us the money. He wasn't paying the $50 a night. Oh, wow. He was even welching on that? Yes! Yes! Holy shit. $50 a night, which is cheap as... Cheap Uh, as... uh, Okay, cheap as fuck in D.C. Sure, sure. Fucking's probably a lot cheaper than than property in D.C., I gotta say, because... Again, I, I told that money. Yeah, I mean, I I, I told everybody before, uh, last Tuesday on the show uh, when Jacob Dean told me he was leaving and, and said I could have his job for Tom Hartman. I looked around and you know we had a mortgage here before a house was paid off, and I was mm-hmm. looking to see if I could possibly go down there. And unlike some people, I wouldn't go and expect to live rent free for as long as I possibly wanted with Bob and Rain. I would want to carry my own weight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> inside baseball sorry i'll back out of it although it is opening day uh so, <laughs> but uh but yeah you know i looked into it and it, it was unfeasible it was again it, it the the cheapest place i could find that looked bad looked bad was like 1200 dollars a month and i couldn't do it yeah it's he he couldn't even pay 50 dollars a fucking night yeah so anyway, uh, and he's sitting there saying it was like Airbnb. Oh. No, no, it's no, air no, bull- no, this air bull and sh- air bull and shit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. So I mean, if, if it was if he, if he was there every night of the month, fifty dollars a night would be fifteen hundred dollars a month. There's no way in a condo. No, not not that close to Capitol Hill. No. Um, no, that just yeah. not going to happen. So, all I mean, right. Remember, uh, there's, that, there's that C Street house that those, mm-hmm. you know, those people. Do you remember the C Street house? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know how much they each paid for their own little bedrooms there, but I'm, I gotta believe it's more than that. No, oh, I'm but sure. Even then, I'm the sure. C Street house was a bunch of people from Congress. They mm-hmm. were not held to the same um, 
standard is a it, cabinet it, official. Yes. Right. Thank you. Especially the head of a cabinet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Well, let's get through the last. And, uh, and it, the uh, other thing is, is that there are reports that his daughter stayed in another room. Son of a sailor man. Uh, all right. So let's get through this because it's a long clip and I want to get to the last half. Uh, we're going to run a little bit long here in this segment, but don't worry. We're doing extended um, uh, open phones after the break. So here we go. There. That's exactly right. So, but that's that's kind of a sweetheart deal because no, like, your house in Oklahoma. No, it's not. You pay a mortgage on that. And when you don't sleep well, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you don't yeah. sleep there, you still pay the mortgage, right? Not when Boom. I'm not using. I mean, yes, but this is, yes, a, this is a tremendous difference. No, I, I wasn't no. using the facility, uh, Ed, when I wasn't there. And that was. That was but if oh, I pay rent <laughs> in Washington, over $2,000 a month for an, a one bedroom apartment, that's the average according to various websites. And, and just common sense around. And you know, there were account. comps, Ed. There were comps done by I pay for ethics officials here. There yeah. were- I'm, I'm going to say something right now. Um, I, I, our, our house is paid off here, and you know what? When I'm at work, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not at home enjoying the house that I paid for. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, this is insane. You know. I was only, I only paid for what I was, you know. I don't get money back for not being home when I go to work, right? There, you know, the 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 bank doesn't call me and say, "Oh, we noticed you went to work today and you aren't spending every waking hour in your home. We want to give you some money back." Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh my God, Herb Kane, you know, where help me, help me. Stupid people are ruining America. All right, quick, real quick, there's, right? There's two things here. One, guess what? You have a house in Oklahoma. That's great. And two, you got nominated to be the um, the head of the EPA. Yeah. Which means you got to move your ass to D.C. Agreed. If you can't afford, if you can't afford a house in D.C., then maybe you need to question your job that you're taking. I uh, yeah yeah. I concur. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. We're He's we're gonna not this, getting paid nothing for that job. Oh no, no, he's getting paid well. He's getting paid very well. And uh, but I'll tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna save it. I have it on pause for uh, uh, <laughs> where we pick it up. But I I feel we should we should go to the break right now and try and keep things relatively on time. But there's still a couple minutes left of that that we'll get to uh, after name calling and uh, and again extended open phones tonight. We'll do open phones uh, after name calling and into hour three. Um, and, uh, maybe even into, you know, uh, we'll do a few Mad Libs tonight and everything too, but I don't have a ton of audio. So is there anything we didn't cover tonight? And there have been plenty of things. Cause again, my knee, oh, it hurts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and, uh, run to the break. Uh, and we'll come right back after the green news report and listen to the rest of this nonsense and uh, get into name calling and your phone calls right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, April 5, 2018. By 2050, the Northeast is expected to have up to 130 days a year of tidal flooding. Buried NOAA study predicts dramatic increase in high tide flooding. A day after Donald Trump hit China with $50 billion of new tariffs, Beijing has shot back. Trump's trade war to hit U.S. automakers, farmers, and yes, oil drillers. 
Americans tell Interior Department to take a hike over national park fee increases. Plus, we do think that a prudent company should take steps to do what it can to try to reduce its own and its customers' emissions of greenhouse gases. Major oil CEO admits fossil fuels caused climate change 20 years ago. All of that 20-year-old news and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If you go out to the year 2100, it's 365 days a year of tidal flooding. With a study of this magnitude, it's surprising we haven't heard more about it. Yes, I'm shocked. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, what a study warning about climate change that we haven't heard much about? <laughs> yeah, that's what we have. A major new study that was quietly published last week by NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. It has grim implications for U.S. coastal cities. It projects that some coastal cities, primarily on the East Coast and the Gulf Coast, will flood every other day at high tide, and that's all within the next 30 years. Mm. And that's the moderate scenario. That gives very little time for coastal communities to prepare. But the Trump administration released the study without so much as even a press release. Weather Channel meteorologist Kate Parker noted that wasn't all that was unusual about this study. With a study of this magnitude, it's surprising we haven't heard more about it which has led some to speculate it was quietly released under NOAA due to pressures from the current administration. And others have noted that this 56-page study about sea level rise did not once mention climate change. It's not climate change. It's just magic. A different study published in Nature this week warns that flooding along the Mississippi River is worse now than at any other time in the last 500 years and that human intervention is to blame. Researchers say that as much as 75 percent of the increased flood risk along the Mississippi River can be attributed to human efforts to confine and contain the river. That dams, levees and walls have served to increase the destructive force of the Mississippi floodwaters, making the floods faster, bigger and more powerful than they otherwise would have been without human intervention. Or magic. In politics, the Trump administration announced new proposed tariffs on 1,300 Chinese imports this week. Politico reports that U.S. electric car makers will take a hit because Trump's new list slapped a 25% tariff on a host of battery technologies. Trump's broadened the list to include types of steel and iron used by a wide array of U.S. manufacturers and the oil and gas drilling industry. China, in retaliation, has released its own proposed list of tariffs on U.S. agriculture exports that will impact U.S. farmers. Meanwhile, we've been reporting on the multiple state investigations and lawsuits into whether oil giant ExxonMobil and other oil companies lied to the public and their investors for decades about what they knew about the science of climate change. Now, a 20-year-old video obtained by Think Progress shows then-Mobil Oil CEO Lucio Noto explicitly admitting that the oil industry's product contributes to global warming. We think it could potentially be a big issue. We do think that a prudent company should take steps to do what it can to try to reduce its own and its customers' emissions of greenhouse gases as best it can. 
So there he is, the CEO of Mobile at the time, admitting that his product causes global warming. No, it turns out it's not magic at all. <laughs> right. But then he says Mobile is only responsible for 5% of it. He blames the rest on... Our customers using our products probably count for 95% of those emissions. So it's his customers that he's selling it to who are burning it. It's all their fault. Yeah, and a year later, Exxon bought Mobile and instead spent millions of dollars on funding climate change denial groups. Finally, some good news. The Washington Post reports that Americans have told the Department of Interior to take a hike over its plan to triple the cost of entrance fees for 17 national parks. During the required public comment period on the policy change, the Interior Department received nearly 110,000 comments, and according to one tally, 98% angrily opposed the fee hikes. The backlash caused Interior to consider other options. I'm just shocked that they paid attention to any of those public comments. That is some good news. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, ho, ho, it's my This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a twenty-dollar whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At indiemediaweekly.com. He even talks honky. Golden showers. What was that, Sean? Golden showers. What? What do you like, Sean? Golden showers. What is your what is your uh, fat boy in the White House like? Golden showers. I thought so. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to the program, uh, the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me uh, on the program, as always on Fridays, uh, Mr. Bobber in D.C., Bob from Four Freedoms Blog. Hello. Howdy, howdy. I'm knocking things down. I need to stop doing that. And uh, hey, Joe showed up in the chat. I don't know if he's if he wants to join in on the program, but he's more than welcome to. Um, uh, I just got back to the computer, so we'll find out. And of course, our girl Friday Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Are you ready to get into some name calling action? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am. I am so ready to call into name calling. Do we need to find out what kind of biscuits we have? Uh, I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. We got all kinds of biscuits, baby girl. But all right, you're ready to go, Rain. I am with extra biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. 
love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, uh, we got to do All this. All right, one. let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. I'm going to tell you somebody who's not in the chat tonight. Yes. Sean Hannity. Uh, no. Well, you know why? He's probably busy doing his favorite water sport right now. Golden showers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it takes work. It's an art. <laughs> but in our chat room tonight. <laughs> In our chat room tonight, we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Barbara DC. Hello, my baby. My Hello. There baby. he is. <laughs> oh, you just set me off. What is that? What is that? I love that. <laughs> I don't know. It was great, though. It wasn't I don't think it was here. Um, we have Caitlin Chris. We have Clinster. We have Psy Guy. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus, who I'm telling you, he's not in my basement. No. He's not in my basement tonight. Um, We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have Nova Moonlight. Peter in San Francisco. President, myself, Scooter Cans, Theo, Tim Cormel, and Trojan Rabbit. Ah, that is that's a heck of a chat room tonight. That's good, and you know we. Uh, but are any of our biscuits for sale, though? You got any biscuits for sale in there? Well, we're not into human. We're not into biscuit trafficking on this show. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm going to leave it up to our chat room. Uh, if they want Joe to come on, Joe says he'll come on if if we if if we need him. I mean, we we can continue the show without Joe, but I think the I think the people want Joe on the program. So I don't know if you want Joe to come on the show, put pressure on him in the chat. I'm leaving it up to him. So when you, you know. see pressure on Joe, so just think about Barb. Yeah, I know. I mean, if Joe doesn't want to do it, if Joe has things going on, you know. I don't know, but Francie, let's get let's see what the people say. Francie's on the line with us. Hi, Francie. Hello, and I just want to let you guys know that my stripper name back in the eighties, seventies, I'm sorry, was Topless Tippy Top. Topless Trump was what? No, Topless Tippy Top. Oh, Topless <laughs> Tippy Top. <laughs> D- just the just the yes, Tippy Top. They used to call me back in the day. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes yeah. tippy top shape. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was talking about me. <laughs> oh, really, Francie? Really? You're trying, trying to affiliate yourself with that orange shit gibbon? Oh, no. He was a lousy tipper. <laughs> oh. He threw quarters. <laughs> Just the tip. Uh, yeah. So, hey, everybody, the people have spoken. Joe Santoris from Scranton, Pennsylvania, is joining us for the remainder of the program tonight. Hey, Joe, happy opening day, buddy. Oh, it was cold. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So So. freaking cold. (laughs) Hey, Joe. Hi, Francie. 
Or you could call me Tippy. Okay, Tippy. Or Tippy, Tippy Tap. <laughs> Tippy Tapless. You know, Joe. Joe, I'm thinking totally. it's a, it, totally it's a, Tippy Tapless. Yeah. I think I think I think, <laughs> I think it's a t- it's it's a real shame, Joe, that uh you you don't have a a bunch of you know I don't know dogs with long hair like collies that could pile on top of you in your house. Ah. Oh, it's not cold here. Well, at okay. The ballpark. I thought maybe it you were chilled like, to the bone. Oh, it was like 140 below zero. Oh, it was, like, <laughs> it was like like absolute zero there. <laughs> oh man, that's not fun. Well, Joe, no. well, welcome. Come on, baseball. Uh, so anyway, we, we're, well, Francie, while you're on the program with us, we do have quite a quite a few birthdays. So I I, I don't want to uh, oh, forget that. Right. So uh, let's let's get get those out of the way and uh, not. I out have of the a way. couple. Yeah, you do, you do, and and uh, I think uh, Rain made notes uh, forever. Oh, good. good so, good. Rain, you got any notes there for for birthdays, or do you want me to read them off? I got them in front of me here. Did Rain mute and <laughs> did, didn't realize that she was muted? Huh? Did she leave? Rain. Huh? <laughs> eh? All right. Well, <laughs> I've been here. I've been here. I just I don't know what happened on Skype. So, hello. hello. All right. So yes, I've got some. I've got some birthdays. Excellent. Um, we have uh, Francie's sister-in-law, Katie. Yes. Yes. And her youngest daughter. Her son. youngest no son. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen. Stephen. See. Stephen. See, I went gender fluid, just like Roseanne See? did. Um, ah, well. And 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 we also have Trojan Rabbit's wife Anne. Yay! So happy birthday! Yeah, and I believe uh, Wes Carscadden from Southern Progressive Revival has a birthday um, today, yesterday, or today. So uh, so yeah, add that oh, to the wow. heap. Happy birthday! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! 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 Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! 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 Oh, I forgot this. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! I'm so knocking shit over. I just keep knocking Uh. shit down. Oh no, Francie! What? My, f- I just went to grab my flarp for you, and it's dried up. No! 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 no. The flarp has died. <laughs> there, well, I have you. a couple for you. There you go. Oh, poor flarp. Oh man, this is sad. I gotta get new flarp. <laughs> Oh, what's oh. Oh, that? Oh, Tim. Tim it, says one of my chop liver. I, I thought we gave Tim a happy birthday boner. Oh, shit. I don't know. Well, here. It, it's yeah, all right. His birthday Wait. was the day after mine. That's right. No, yeah. Tim is not chopped liver. Tim's no. birthday is the same as our anniversary, which was Wednesday. And he oh, wasn't yeah. here. He wasn't here Tuesday. And all we gave right. him the birthday boner. 
on Tuesday. Well, you know he what? He wasn't here to hear it because it's that a good thing. The, oh, it's a good thing the birthday, birthday boner. Bo- it's a good thing the birthday boner is only fifteen seconds long. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my. <laughs> Yay! See, uh, you can never playing his laugh. <laughs> yes, you can never have too many birthday be- boners, guys. And you can't. You can't. Birthday, Tim. You know, yeah. and that's why we keep this show in tip-top shape. Tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. <laughs> yeah, and guess, and guess what, Trump? Those tippy tops are fabulous. They're real hey, and they're fabulous. Yeah. Hey, Trump, <laughs> fuck you. Wee! Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good old days when I could twirl tassels. Oh, well. Now <laughs> 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 yeah, the tassels slap on the ground. Oh, well. <laughs> you need stealth tassels so you become invisible. So, well, the tassels are now waist high, so you can't. they don't twirl no more. They just hang. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> come like on, dries up. <laughs> oh, now, come on. Did the, did the flarp turn white like a like a dog turd in the sun? <laughs> it, yeah. did, it did not. It's it's still green because I had the green flarp, but it's it's just, it's become mostly. Hard as a rock? No, nah, it's, it's kind of. Dried out? Yeah, it's dried out. It's you, ineffective. You need an enema? <laughs> for your- well, you know, they sell magazines oh, about that. So You need uh, some water, I guess, huh? Well, yeah, I, don't, I might be able to reconstitute the flarp. We'll see. I'll yeah. do some experiments on really? it. Really? I- <laughs> well, Francie, <laughs> and anything... Francie, uh, it's alive! Uh, yes! Francie, you're supposed to reconstitute a flarp. Uh, maybe not? not. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I, I think. Could it be I toxic? Think... Really? Think about this, Francie. I don't why not? think so. Really? Oh, why not? Well, you know, <laughs> the, the, but the thing is, if you reconstitute a flarp, it, it ends up uh, taking up residence in the White House and ordering food from a drone. Let's have a shot. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Francie, anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to add before we let you go? Um, it's raining penises somewhere. Oh, <laughs> hallelujah. penis in this house. Golden showers. Oh, <laughs> too much. yeah. Golden showers. Mm-hmm. Golden showers. Thank you, too Hannity. Much. Idiot. It is too much. Here we go. Uh, where is the too much? Uh, oh, there it is. No! Sorry. Stop wrong one. It. This one. That's okay. That's two. There you go. All right. And. Yes. Thank you. All right, Francie. Yes. We love you. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you very much. Love you, too. Good night. Bye bye, everybody. Hi yo, hi All right, so Francie will be on the Tim Carmel show this Sunday, from what I gathered, and what a great best of the clown card, Joe. 
uh, that uh, you guys uh, had for Easter Sunday. That was fantastic. Oh, that was all Tim's doing. Well, I just you, I just do the show art. Well, you did the clown cars as well. Well, yeah, th- those are old stale ones. Yeah, and but Tim I, gets a kick out of them. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Um, no big rush right now on people calling in because we're going to do open phones a- after the break. Sorry. Oh, lasagna once again repeating oh. on me. Um, I, I want to finish up the Ed Henry audio. Oh, no. I stopped the damn thing. Oh. All right. Uh, all right. Adam Ebert's calling in. So, uh, hi, Adam. What's up, buddy? Francie is wrecking my, my perfect reputation. No, uh, good evening, everyone. Hi. Huh? Good evening. Hello. Hi. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. I didn't know you had a perfect reputation. I, I didn't know either, but, you know, uh, a, a, a friend overheard what was, you know, what Francie was saying about rain and, uh, well, yeah. Anyway. Well, don't uh, bring what? me into this. Don't bring me into this, What Adam. are you talking about? No, no. No, no. R-A-I-N. Not the name. Oh, weather. He, he means weather, not oh, uh, not, okay. not rain, rain. Sorry. Not you, rain. Sorry. Darn you, homonyms. It's okay. Continue, but, uh, Mr. Hebert. About, what? I have no homonym. idea. Add homonym? No Come on, Adam. I'm confused now, too. But uh, anyway, right. go ahead. So, uh, first of all, make sure you take care of that knee, Kenny, because I'm, I don't want this to turn into a situation. I don't want this to turn into a situation like in Skyrim where, you know, you have everyone telling me, telling you they used to be an adventurer until they took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, let's not let that happen, okay? Okay. I uh, th- fortunately have never been shot in the knee with an arrow, but I'll tell you what, it was red and big for a while there, so had somebody seen me in shorts, would have made a lovely target. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, um... I figured it's been a while since I've called in because I've been sleeping during your show. I'm sorry. Oh, my uh, God. I know. I'm a bastard. But, you know, seven days in a row will do that to you. It will. It will. So So, it's okay. I forgive uh, you. You're my brother. Well, thank you. But uh, so I figured I would uh, give a little tease because you usually ask me what's going on tomorrow anyway, right? Yes. So tomorrow we're going to debut our new comedy segment, and I came up with this name all by myself, so no one's to blame for this but me. It's going to be called Script Tease. And and for the first segment, we're going to be performing the opening to the hit movie Thor Ragnarok with myself as George Takei. And you yes. as Skeletor. And well, me as Skeletor! Ha ha! You fool, you boob! I'm sorry. Me as George Takei as Thor, and you as Skeletor as Surtur. Nah, of course, as Surtur! Yes. And of course, you know and why. Then, then you know why. We'll uh, narrate. Oh, oh, very nice. And of course, you know why uh, nobody helped you with that is because I put out the warning. No! No one help him! Yes, no one help him <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, as it turns out, as luck would have it, 
Um, I just found out today that the weekend person wouldn't be coming in this weekend, and it's opening day in Cleveland, so I volunteered to go work some overtime, so I can, I'm going to go work some overtime tomorrow, but I will, uh, I'll be there in time for the show, so it'll be good. So if this is bad, we all know who I usually blame, and that's Khan. Yes, that's right. Uh, you, uh, you and Captain Kirk, uh, uh, both... Uh, blame that guy, Khan, as it were. Khan! Yes, there you go. But anyway, so, Adam, just we, like I, yeah, uh, uh, real I, quick because we got to get through this Ed Henry audio before the next segment. Oh, then I'm just gonna sit back and listen because this guy sounds like a real peach. Um, okay, you're gonna just, uh, you gonna hop off the call or stay on the line? Because uh, that's up to you. If you want me to, if you want to get my well, reaction to this guy, I'm well, all for that. We don't have time for a lot of reactions because it's. Uh, it, I still have like three and a half minutes left. So, uh, but we'll let you go. But uh, yeah, keep listening, and we'll take more calls after the uh, the break and stuff. But uh, it, it, at any rate, I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Yes, and everyone, Rain, Joe, Bob. Uh, is that everyone on the in Kenya? Yep, of course, it. is that everyone? Am I yep. missing anyone? You got it. You got it. That's it. All right. Well, everyone, you all have a good night and uh, take care. Stay frosty. Except right. you, Joe. Don't stay frosty. Yeah. Stay Thank warm. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> let the let the doggies pile on you. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Adam. Have a good one. So, um, Bye, all right. Um, uh, we got to get through the Ed, Ed Henry audio. I um, I screwed up and I unpaused it. But uh, we're going to – I got through a certain amount of it here, and I'm just going to bring the volume up now and see where we're They used the facility at the same time that I was there. So you only so paid for the nights you, rent, you were there. All right. That's exactly right. So, but that's – Okay, so here we are. Here he is bullshitting his way through. Oh, well, I, I, you know, other people masturbated in there when I did too. So continue. Still pay the mortgage, right? Not when I'm at using – I mean, yes, but this is, yes, a, this is a tremendous difference. I, I wasn't using the facility, uh, Ed, when I wasn't there, and that was that – was But if I, I pay rent in Washington, over $2,000 a month for an, a one-bedroom apartment, that's the average, according various websites and and just common sense around you know there were comps ed there were comps done by but i gotta pay for ethics officials here there were comps done if you can go you can go on craigslist today and it's been done in the last but the week. cabinet secretary is going to own Ca- craigslist, craigslist today shows uh, rentals for one bedroom yeah. of, of less than a thousand dollars on capitol hill near i've uh, never near. heard of a, an well, apartment like that i've lived in washington over 25 yeah, years well that, that is something that again <laughs> has been reviewed by ethics officials here. They've said that it's market rate. That's no been, shit. That, that, these are career ethics officials. Right, and they Ed. said that Bullshit. in March of this year after you'd moved out, right? I moved out of this place last summer. Right, I was but you got the months. ethics and, letter and this year. Because there was a question made about the, whether so it was ethical or not. Why didn't so you get what, it on the way in? But let me ask you this. Why does it matter when the ethics officials look at the lease and the terms of the lease to determine whether it's ethical or not? Because it's shady as shit. Because it's shady as shit. That's why it, it matters. Oh and my he lied god! To the head of ethics at the EPA about this. Oh! Whoa! God right. damn it! God damn it! All right, Joe, were you going to say something there? <laughs> no, just Rain is right. He lied, and they said yeah. yesterday, "Well, he didn't tell us that that his daughter was living there with him." Yes. Yeah. So his um, daughter was over there, you know, his daughter who's in college and has an internship at the EPA was just kind of hanging around. 
God yeah, just yeah. Bob, Bob, can you jump in? <laughs> so was the, was the daughter paying fifty dollars also, or was no. uh, or were they sharing a bed? I mean, she was paying a shiny new nickel and uh, kissing daddy's feet before he fell asleep. So and uh, Sean Hannity said did they, as well. Did they just have like a like a, a sheet that they put between them with a hole in it? I mean, what? Sure, the, if it, I, if it's <laughs> if it's done through the hole in the sheets, it's okay. Oh, so oh, you're uh, thinking of a Donnie and, and Ivanka? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tip, tip top shape. Actually, actually, I'm trying not to think about it. <laughs> All right, uh, let, I got I, I got two more minutes of this nonsense with Ed Henry and uh, Scott Pruitt. Let's let's get through it. The president has given you a lot of credit for cutting regulations, um, we call it but you've also gotten into a lot of trouble. And you said yesterday this is a toxic environment. But do you take responsibility for any mistakes you've made here in Washington? Well, I think you know. First, let me talk, talk about the regulatory reform. I mean, the, the purpose of, of of the regulatory reform effort is to provide certainty to those that we regulate. And what we've seen the last several years. Uh, among several sectors of our economy is tremendous uncertainty and almost a weaponization of the agency against certain sectors of our economy, which has caused uh, low growth. And the president came in and said, we're going to deal with regulations, we're going to pass a tax cut package. And what's happened? Extraordinary growth. Sure. This agency uh, oh, contributed sure. to a billion dollars in savings last year on regulation. And it's, it's regulation that, that this hasn't gone away. It's regulation that's provided certainty. Right. So it's protecting the environment, but also providing cost savings. Now, another issue, look, I, I do believe that as we do our work, Ed, as we're focused on these types of things, uh, they are transformational. And anytime that you do transformational things, yeah. uh, there are critics and there are people that come against you in that regard. Because this place has been, look, it's been a place for years that has been used by the left, the environmental left, to advance an agenda of picking winners and losers in the market. Show. But you said some pretty tough stuff. You said about the president, quote, this is in 2016. I think he's an empty vessel when it comes to things like the Constitution and rule of law. You said that about Donald Trump. In February of 2016. And I will tell you, as I said here today, as I've walked with him and served him, I didn't know the president at that time. Bullshit. I had, I had, not, like I had not served him at that time. And you I will, tell you, an and I will tell you the changes that we've seen take place, his commitment to rule of law, his commitment to process, yep. the regulatory <laughs> changes we've seen. Or his leadership yeah. making it happen. And you also so I was said, look. That that was that I was misinformed. Have you made mistakes? I think this is something that needs to be corrected. And it was a mistake. By, it, was a, it was a mistake by my team. They by your team. So do you take responsibility? I'm fixing boss? it. I'm fixing it. Do you take responsibility? I'm fixing the problem. Shut up! God <laughs> damn it, boy! He God just, damn it! Yeah. Wow. You know he reminds me of Jack Kingston. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He just just talks and says shit that you know with with a certain air of southern confidence, but none of it makes any sense whatsoever. None. None. Not yeah. at all. So Except Jack uh, Kingston doesn't want to run for president. This guy does. Yeah, oh. When he said, "Oh yeah, yeah," all that stuff, I was just misinformed until I knew Trump. God, damn it, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. We got through it. We got through that audio, and we're running long right now. We're gonna do extended. Did we get through it? Did we really? I don't feel healed. I don't. I don't feel healed. (laughs) Healed. Scar in my heart. (laughs) So I, I, I feel the same. 
So, but anyway, we, we do have to run to the break. Uh, we're going to do extended phones, uh, open phones when we come back. I haven't even given out the phone number tonight, and I won't until we come back from break. Um, but, yeah, if you want to call in and uh, talk about Laura Ingram when we're not talking about Laura Ingram at all, or Ann Coulter when we're not talking about Ann Coulter at all, you're more than welcome to. I'd appreciate that. Um, uh, <laughs> how did I mix up Ann Coulter and Laura Ingram? Wow, that's so weird. Um, they're the blonde. same person. They're the same they're person. Both yeah. blonde. <laughs> One's boycott. woman. Let's just go with they're blonde. Well, or they're both full of hate and vitriol uh, and bile and all that. But anyway, you we're going to go ahead. them together. And uh, you never do. You never do. We're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, uh, lots more from me. Bobber, Rain, and Joe. Thanks again, Joe, for hopping on the program. Uh, we'll be right back for the final hour of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking, street-thug. KennyPick.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. And now, on with the show. Tip top shape. We call Focus it sometimes tippy top quality. shape. And please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live this opening day worldwide. And, of course, uh, uh, happily joining us uh, for the final hour of the program, Mr. Joe Santorsis, Grant Penn. Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hello, and it is opening day here in Scranton. There, yeah, as well in Cleveland, and I think many other places around the nation, uh, and other nations like Canada. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And also uh, joining us as well, and I forgot to play this for you, but Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. There you go. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, the Swampland, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Welcome back. Hi. Yes. I just want to put a finer point on this whole Scott Pruitt thing. Mm-hmm. The, the people who owned the condo where he was paying $50 a night. Hang on one second. Had- just real quick. before Hold that thought. 
Okay. More more open phones right now, folks. 330-536-1466. If you want to call in, call in now. We're going to do it until uh, the, the end of this uh, segment. But, Rain, go for it. They had to change the locks on the condo because Scott Pruitt couldn't pay $50 a night. They had to change the locks. They they had to yes. bar him from the from the place. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, yes. that is true. I did read that rain. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit that's going on with this whole thing. He was paying fifty dollars a night, which is really, really not expensive for DC, and mm-hmm. it was fifty dollars a la carte. The mm-hmm. lease said, when you're here, you pay fifty dollars. When you're not. You don't. <laughs> and he still couldn't afford it. He still didn't so pay it. He could afford it, babe. Uh, I'm sorry, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I think I hear birds. I think I hear birds flying around Purit going, cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> they, they, that's breaking like up today. <laughs> they literally, they had to change the locks. What the hell? He's a, he's a cabinet member. He earns a lot of money. They say around Washington, he still has the first dollar he stole. (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous. There we go. All right, we got Caitlin Chris calling into the program to uh, talk about this. Uh, Caitlin Chris, what's up? Oh, not much. Happy anniversary, Rain and Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Did you have a nice night off? Yeah, we did. Didn't we, babe? Yeah, we went to that. Uh, Let me ask re- him, Bob, did we have a nice night off? <laughs> there's that restaurant that's uh, the Double Tree that up the, that rotates up at the top, and then uh, we went to a French restaurant for dessert. Yeah. Oh, that sounds oh, like the fun. French. Yeah. Oh, oh the French. The French. <laughs> uh, Bobber and Rain, did you have uh, the sirens and the horns going when you were going to dinner? I didn't notice them. Ah, no, no, yours, your siren. French. <laughs> like Pruitt. <laughs> they say Pruitt, Pruitt wanted a uh, siren and no, flashing lights. No, no, we didn't. You, know why? you, you know didn't why? do that? Because, because Bob and I are like normal people and we're not, you know, stupid people. So I There's guess. N- there is nothing normal about anybody in the Trump White House. You are yeah, correct. We had a love. We we did. We had a lovely anniversary night. We went to the to the restaurant that rotated. Um, we went to another place to have a cocktail, and then we went to a French restaurant for um, a delicious French dessert. The and restaurant that rotated wasn't called now. the sit. The restaurant that rotated wasn't called the sit and spin, <laughs> was it? <laughs> <laughs> We didn't need, you know, any of Scott Pruitt's stupid things where, oh, somebody needs to follow me with the security. He's a jerk. How about a dome of silence? Did you take that along? If we did, you think I'd tell you about it? Or the cone cone of silence. Or cone. Yeah. There is one person, there's definitely one person in Washington, D.C. who needs a cone of silence. Because I really wish Trump would shut the fuck up. That that is true. Thank you. So uh, I'll give you I'll give you an uh, amen for that for sure. Amen. Amen. 
All right. So, uh, oh, in uh, uh, Kayla, Chris, it's nice that you called in uh, tonight because you actually filled in for rain on Resistor Sisters on uh, Wednesday, which will be broadcasting at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern, right after Turn Up the Night tonight. Yes. We did did also, you like? I think it? we ta- we talked a little too much. I think we talked a little too much. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Think- it, it, the, but the show clocked in at like two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you it had was, fun. Yeah, it, it was it it was fun. We talked a bit too much, but you know, it, sometimes you got to do that. Sure, sure. You well, don't... thank you for filling in, Caitlin. Thank you. <laughs> you talked about welcome. cults and Smallville and teachers and what else? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. And although, if you if anyone listens to Southern Progressive Revival, the usual default seems to be food, sex, toys, and weird shit. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> so that's not. There's nothing wrong with that, it, you know. And hopefully, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying there is. It's just yeah. if, if you're interested in that sort of thing, have a listen. You know, join in. We. More the merrier. Well, yeah, and uh, hopefully, because I cannot do the show this week because uh, um, uh, Southern Progressive Revival, because uh, uh, my knee is screwed up, and it's hard for me to sit at a desk for too long. And uh, Wes, uh, we're in the peaceful transition of power right now, but Wes still needs to do some, uh, some uh, uh, what do you call it, some work on his computer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so hopefully he gets that up and running tomorrow. He says he's dedicating the entire day tomorrow to make sure everything works. So we'll see. Okay. Some, I, is, should I just poke Janet and ask her whether to let me know if we're not going to do it then? Oh, no, I, I mean, no, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about, it. I will make sure that you know what's going on. So don't worry. Okay. But yeah, that's that's inside baseball. I was just, I, I was just gonna, thinking, yeah. like what happened, like what happened Super Bowl Sunday. I was yeah, like, I know, I'm all, I, I know. I, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, but um, and, and I'll keep you posted. Don't worry about it. Uh, yep. So uh, uh, anyway, anything else uh, you want to add, Caitlin, Chris, before we uh, let you go? Mm, you mean should I just say penis? Don't say penis in this house. Okay. You shouldn't, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kaylin, Chris, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. So. All right. Well, Cyril, you know, while whilst I'm filling out Mad Libs here, everybody, I'm still uh, taking phone calls. Three three zero. 536-1466 or three three zero Ken one home. Don't dial the E or it'll mess you up. Um, yeah, it will. It will. But now uh, we've got two Mad Libs almost Colin, filled out. So good Colin, stuff. Colin, do we have any? Do we have any Trumpsters listening? Come on. Uh, you know, I doubt I, it. So I want, uh, stop yawning, Bobber. Sorry. <laughs> you had realized that yawn. That dinner you had was magnificent. I understand why you might be sleepy because your tum tum's full. 
from all that magical fruit and cheese and meats and wine. It, it was it was yummy. Yeah, I loved it. We, Susan and I loved doing dinners like that where it's, you know, uh, fruit and vegetables and cheese and meat and stuff like that. I just got to be careful what kind of meat I, ha- I consume these days. I know. So, you know. You know th- tonight's dinner was kind of like just, I want to go back to France. Mmm. Ah, the French. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. pretty much like that. The wine was from. Where was the wine from, babe? It was I the mean, Bordeaux. Uh, Bordeaux. <laughs> yes, a uh, 2015 Bordeaux. Delish. Oh, sweet Jesus. No, let's, let's hear more. Let's hear. Let's hear more about this. <laughs> oh, Do you really want to hear more? Sure. And then you had the cheese on the plate. We had the goat cheese. We had the brie. From we actually crossed over the. Um, we also had the Spanish cheese. Chara. Olé! Yeah, we had, we had. And then the grapes and the strawberries and the apples and the French bread and. Oh my god, it was so delicious and I'm I really French. want to. Move Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? Looking like a tip-top meal to me. Tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have the monkey? The monkey. We didn't have the monkey. We didn't have the monkey. We had the rougette. We had the uh, salami. What, what was the other meat? The gabagoo. Gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> all of it. <laughs> so, does your minky bite? <laughs> no, but my gabagoo will kill the monkey. <laughs> so, mm, so tune in is acting up for people. Uh, so yeah, our, din- our dinner was really, really yummy tonight. Um, and it really was, I think, you know, the other night we were talking about how much we missed Paris and Europe and all that stuff. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. I don't blame you. This, this is one of those things where it's like, let's just get cheese. Oh, cheese. oh. And didn't you guys and, and meat? run into a Did vending you? machine full of canned meat or something like that? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. We, were, we actually went to a Scottish bar when we were in Paris. It's true. And, and it had this little machine on the bar and you could get cans of different kinds of meat and there, there was like pates and stuff like that we actually had a can like a little can of pate at one meal that we went to and it smelled and looked like cat food <laughs> it was it was really gross it was disgusting oh so french food is delicious <laughs> no to the canned meat nope no 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 canned meat's no good except canned ham what about Vienna sausages? Those are both questionable. <laughs> yeah, I think that's on a basis. You know, just let's take that on one-to-one situation. Okay. So, uh, Joe, tell us a little bit about opening day, other than it being bone-chillingly cold. Well, opening day here in Scranton is always exciting. 
let's see. The Yankees moved here in 2007. Okay. And I have not missed an opening day since. Nice. And every opening day, it's 450 degrees below zero. People oh, are frozen, frozen to their seat, right? But they show up anyway. And I haven't missed one, so I had to go. But it was so cold that I came home. And you weren't frozen to death. Uh, n- no, I stay Everybody right before. Else in the stadium? I stay right before I start start seeing the light in in, in the tunnel, and somebody <laughs> keeps. <laughs> and then I go. You know, so, you have to you have to push it. You know, but it was nice, and it's, uh, you know, I'm a big Yankee fan, so we have the AAA Yankees here. Yeah, I'm the baby Yankees. Ah, there you go. So the baby Yankees. So would you say that this time of year you might want to rename Scranton the frozen land of Nador? <laughs> In the frozen land of Nador. They were forced to eat Robin's minstrels. And there was much rejoicing. Yes. <laughs> or is, or is, or they do have food there. And as Woody Allen said in Love and Death, sleet, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. And Can I have uh, a nice bowl of sleet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a little. It, it was it was about forty, uh, you know, give or take, uh, in downtown Cleveland. Uh, I know I mentioned this in the first hour of the show, but I was walking to the train and I was, you know, grimacing through, you know, taking steps, uh, you know, on hard pavement with my knee being all bunged up, and these two women just like reached out in front of me with both of their palms extended. They're like, "Yeah." And I'm listening to Gods and Monsters in my headset, my metal, the metal show on Indie Media Weekly. They can be heard every Monday through uh, Monday through Friday from five to seven p.m. Eastern. And they're like, "Yeah!" And I was like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> high five. <laughs> and <laughs> I high five them, and I was like, I, "I I will think of you often." And I just kept walking. <laughs> so. Yeah, I uh, yeah. might have had. They might have had some alcoholic beverages. I can't yes, say. For they were certain. selling those. They were selling those at the stadium tonight too. Yeah, in your so state too. People, yeah, a lot of people were keeping warm that way. Oh yeah, that's one way to do it. In well, the frozen yeah. land of Nador. So. But I only drink a diet coke, and it was. In the frozen land of Nador. So <laughs> you drink the diet coke? <laughs> I should diet coke. Uh, yeah, winter is coming. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. technically, spring was, is coming. But uh, you know what? And, and if anybody is pissed off at Punxsutawney Phil, I have a couple traps. I could set one for him and send him off uh, <laughs> to live on a farm if you're interested. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> We did have we did have by the way a, a uh, some years ago they renamed it used to be the Scranton Wilkesbury Yankees and they renamed them and yeah. they gave us they we had a little contest they had a contest that the fans could name them some of the names were really bad and I like voted the for no the trolley frogs I wanted to call what? them what? the tro- trolley frogs I dig it 
<laughs> that was one of them. Trolley frogs. Scrambled berry trolley frogs. You know, so that- trolley frog was, you know, the Scranton was known for its, its, uh, um, uh, you know the the cars that go on the tracks. You know the the like in San Francisco. Mm. And uh, the brakes on those trains are called trolley frogs. And they actually wanted to name the team trolley frogs. The wow. trains don't even have trolley cars there. We did. They we did. did. In, the Electric in City. In the 40s and 50s. Electric City. That's what's, That's where we got the name. They had the electric uh, trolleys. They, used to, they, had, they still have, in some of the streets in Scranton, there are still tracks where the trolleys used to run. And they had overhead little things mm. where the electricity used to spark. <laughs> oh, and, so and if, if they're if the farm team for the Yankees, mm-hmm. shouldn't, shouldn't they be named the Yankers? <laughs> yeah, oh, yankers. see, there you go. Golden showers. No, wait, what? Uh, no, that that was that was utterly ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that, really, it was actually <laughs> hysterical. The Yankers <laughs> in a five-on-one defeat. <laughs> Whose phone is that? My. That wasn't a phone. That was me snorting. <laughs> so what the hell. <laughs> uh, you, you get the five-on-one defeat, uh, Ryan. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um, but oh yeah. Uh, so uh, Heather says yes. Uh, Kenny Pick, please send a trap for Pill for Phil Pill Funksatani Pill. <laughs> oh, Funksatani Phil. Yeah, he's tell you something that that freaking rodent. He has sent him to live on a farm. So, uh, Bobber, it's break time. Um, is there a, a one of your cuts you'd like to hear? Um, I got most of them. Um, I was going to ask if you had something last time, and I can't remember what it was now. Um, um, I got Love is the Fire, I, Home Cooking, Easy Come, Easy Go, Don't Run Into the love, ground. love is the Fire. That's the one I was curious if you had. All right, I have it. So... Um, hopefully this isn't the one that you sent me the updated version for, and I screwed up and didn't download it. Um, we'll see. Uh, but all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we'll have a a little more, uh, uh, stuff to talk about, but it's mostly Mad Libs because again, it's just all about Kenny picks knee and you know, you can't spell knee without Ken and an extra E. So, <laughs> Ken just, E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, and it's my left knee, and I'm definitely to the left. So all right, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night. Before we get to Resistor Sisters, the epic saga continues. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward, and now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com. Drive the breath from me Out of the backseat 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Welcome back to the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night. Hey. Hi, Joe. Hey. Hi, Bob. Hi. Hi, Rain. It's a fun time for everybody tonight. Except Wee. my Ken knee. <laughs> uh, which is feeling a little bit better right now. Uh, not not too much. I'm still hobbling. The hardest part with the knee is getting the leg under the desk because I have to bend it to a certain degree to get Ooh. it there. And then and then I straighten it out once it's there and it's okay. So now, did right. you do something to that knee? Well, like bang uh, it or twist no, it? No, no, no. It's um, I think it's arthritis, and I think it stems from childhood injuries uh, on this knee. So, 
Mm-hmm. Or, or because it is my left knee, I, I, I thought I surmised earlier that it might be because I lean left too much. So, it's an old war wound. Yeah, not not at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless we're talking like the cola wars or burger wars or something like that, perhaps. Those but are brutal. No. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, we should probably talk about, uh, Joe, your, uh, your tile image for tonight obviously is going to be reflective of what you're going to be talking about in the, uh, clown car or, or mm. no, actually what you talked about last, uh, no, what you're going to be talking about coming up. Trump is on. <laughs> Trump is on. Yes. Yeah. That's so the. Yeah, yeah. Trump is all bent out of shape about Amazon and making shit up. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was shown a PowerPoint presentation to show that he was completely wrong about his uh, perverted view of uh, why Amazon is somehow taking advantage of the postal service or the post office. He's, yeah, because uh, I, you know Bezos is using our postal service like it was some kind of delivery service. God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, taking them out of their comfort zone from what they're usually doing. (laughs) Right. I kind of like when the Postal Service delivers things. It's kind of neat, you know. But the the thing is, I think what's happened here is, you know, the job numbers that came out recently were, were pretty underwhelming compared to what where, you know, what folks thought they were gonna be at. But I have yeah, a theory on this. I think it was that today. <laughs> yeah, it was today. Exactly today. I but, know every day is a month, but today well, is a job. But tr- today, Trump knew more about those numbers before we did. And mm-hmm. my theory is that Fat Nani finally realized that there was a retail apocalypse going on around him, and it affected his job numbers. And now he needs a new boogeyman to get his, um, I'm not going to say that word. I'm so tempted to say that word and I, I'm not going to do it. His moronic, his, his moronic base. Um, they, they, he needs a new boogeyman to -hmm. tell them why they're losing their jobs. It's not Mm -hmm. just Mexicans now. Now it's Mm -hmm. Amazon. That's why all of his unemployable, poorly educated base can't find jobs is because of Amazon. Because brick and mortar is, uh, you know, has been going the way of the dodo for quite some time. I used to work retail, you know, uh, 14 years ago. And I saw the writing on the wall and I got out of it. And now, you know... Uh, I, I mean, so, but I really think that it, he has seen the, you know, the retail apocalypse going on. And now he's like, oh, well, we got to find somebody to blame Bezos. You know what I did? I, um, I, I just searched Amazon to see, cause I'm a prime member. You know that me too. I think we all are. There you yep. go. So yeah, we are too. There you go. So now I just went on there. Uh, when I was preparing the clown car segment to see if they sell Ivanka merchandise. And they do. Oh, wonderful. So, he's actually eating into his own daughter's profits. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's been eating yes. into his own daughter's something for a while. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say anything. What did I say? Go there. I didn't, didn't I, say I anything. Said, no. Joe, I didn't. Joe, I didn't say. You set that tea up. Huh? Actually, <laughs> I, I bet Donnie doesn't do that because, you know. It's unsanitary. You know. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for him. Sure, sure. Yeah, he, he wants everything done on the tip top. Tip top. Yeah. <laughs> First, Stormy Daniels said he was perched on the edge of the bed. Can we stop pretending that Donald Trump cares about Amazon? Because he doesn't. He does not. He is angry that Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. And Which he's more he's more do. successful than Trump. Because Trump's yeah, been trying to sell <laughs> Yeah, Trump's been trying to sell product for a long time in many different ways through what what was the where did he sell uh uh, uh Trump's what steaks you through about the steaks what Well the the steaks were set, sold through Sharper Image cuz I know when I want a steak I think Sharper <laughs> Image That's right What a fucking idiot So <laughs> Oh, he sells stuff yeah. for, in airplane magazines. Yeah, because, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, seriously, he had what, he had Trump vodka, he had Trump steaks. Those mm-hmm. are the things I'm thinking about. But no, no, him going He's after Amazon is ridiculous. His entire debate about how, oh, Amazon is taking advantage of the post office is also stupid. Because I got to tell you something. Amazon is probably saving the United States postal system. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh sure. You remember? In fact, they their their parcel post uh, section of the U.S. Post Office is the only profitable part of it. Yes. Because of Congress, by the way, who yeah. forces them the pension, to fund right? their pension through yes. 2075. Yes. Well, they are paying in yeah. pensions for people that aren't born yet. Well, that would he, work for. Th- he, he, here's a little thing. You remember uh, about five, six years ago, um, the post office saying we we can't do Saturday deliveries anymore. We just don't have the money to do Saturday deliveries at all. It's never gonna happen again. And then boom, here comes Amazon, and they're like, okay, yes. we can't even do enough Saturday deliveries. So now the post office is outsourcing jobs to private contractors to deliver on Sundays and That's Saturdays. Right. There you go. Yeah, I so. mean, I don't want or like to admit it, but I really do think that Amazon is actually saving the post office. And it does piss me off when I see post office workers delivering on Sundays. Yeah. And I know I'm mm-hmm. playing it on both sides, but I, I don't know what the fuck Trump is talking about, but um, Amazon is paying the post office. He's talking to, about his bruised to, ego is what he's talking about. Well, yeah, but you know, Amazon is saving, it's saving the post office. Amazon is like the Facebook of retail. You know, everybody hates them. But everybody uses them. Yeah, well, Amazon True, isn't selling much. all your personal data either. Speaking no, no, no. Of what I'm saying is there. there are t- I know from personal experience it, from when I worked at the Department of Labor, some of the most, some of the biggest complaints we got about labor violations were from from the distribution centers. Mm-hmm. 
at at uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had some really <clears throat> terrible employment uh, practices, to say well, the least. I'll, I'll tell you what we we uh, we could probably talk about this for a lot longer. Although Bobber is yawning again, so yeah, I know I, I heard that. <laughs> no, that was that was the cat. That was the cat. No, what was that really the cat? No, 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 no. It wasn't uh, the cat. She keeps she keeps so. pawing at me because she wants to jump up in my lap. Sure. Uh, so anyway, we, we we should get to mad we should get to Mad Libs right now. But no, yeah, seriously. Oh, poor Trump. Oh, mean old Mister Bezos, more successful than you. Fuck you, you loser. Uh, here we go, Mad Libs. Bezos oh wait, I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I just said Bezos has a space program. He'd be happy to send Trump up and never bring him down. All right. Wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We good? What is happening? Uh, uh, Joe just keeps having more witty things to say, so I keep stopping. <laughs> Never. So anyway, continuing. Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. Oh God bless Mad Libs. All right, we're gonna start in reverse alphabetical order tonight. So, Rain, I need the name of a male conservative. Male conservative, a male conservative. Yeah. Not male like the post office that Bezos is trying to steal from. I know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It just Um, makes me so doggone mad. (laughs) Because I'm really tempted to save my father. But instead, I'll go with a guy named Paul. Uh, A guy named Paul? Just um, All right. We'll just go with a guy named Paul. Uh, All right. And uh, so reverse. uh, uh, Paul. uh, um, Paul. (laughs) I'm writing the word Paul. (laughs) I meant to say Joe. Joe, something alive. Um, something alive, an eel. All right, there you go. Sean Hannity dreamed about having one of those put in his bee hole. Uh, <laughs> 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 he hoped that it was in a magazine. Uh, Bobber, a place, a place. Um, hmm. Bathhouse. Oh, see, Sean Handy mm. also, also dreamed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, about pee. having the eel put in his bee hole in a bee house. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, okay, a guy named Paul gets a second mention here uh, because it says same celebrity um, male or same conservative male. Uh, Rain. Paul Manafort. It could yes. be Paul Ryan. Or that. Yeah. Let's just go with a guy named Paul. Well, no, it's the same one, so I just jotted it down again. So it is a guy <laughs> named Paul. Twice. Uh, all right. So, Rain, a verb ending in ing. Crapping. Oh. Sean Hannity like. joe a person uh, i'm sorry uh, uh, a conservative 
female person? Oh, a conservative female person. Um, Roseanne Barr. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Slowly I turned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, bobber, a verb, past tense. A what? Past tense? Verb, past tense. A verb, past tense. Screwed. All right. And rain, a city. Oh, a city. Oh, oh, a city. Oklahoma City. Okay, city. And, uh, wait, did I screw things up? <laughs> Joe, a number. 714. 714, you got it. Uh, Bobber, oh, no, no, that's the same place. So, uh, let me move on to the next one. Bobber, you get, um... An adjective, because I forgot to write one in here. An adjective. Uh, moist. That's a, always a popular adjective. Um, mm. Rain, another verb ending in ing. Um, sitting. All right. And uh, Joe, part of the body. Tongue. Tongue. You got Tongue. it. Uh, and uh, bobber, a part of the body. Oh. Um, let's go with the uh, rectum. Oh. Rectum. Rectum just met him. I barely knew him. Wrecked <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> him. I almost killed him. What do you think? Oh my god. Rain, um, part of the body as well, and then we're done. <laughs> Rect oh, I gotta follow rectum. That's what yeah. you no, what? <laughs> rectum. Um Labia. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. All right, here we go. So we'll we'll do the first one here. I think this might work out. Yeah, let's do this. So we got two Mad Libs. This one's called "Speaking of Speaking" from uh, Best of Mad Libs. Fifty years of Mad Libs. Fifty whole years of this this nonsense. I love it. All right. Speaking of speaking, a recent moist poll shows that the majority of people who are terrified of public sitting. Majority of people are terrified of public sitting. I, I read it wrong, but anyway. Um, they would rather walk across burning stakes or swim in traitor-infested waters than give a speech in front of a group of fingers. Well, they sound very normal. This ludicrous, this ludicrous fear can be overcome in five easy toads. One, organize all of your clocks... On a piece of mozzarella. <laughs> Two, remember to start your speech with a funny lemur. Three, when speaking, look your audience straight in the tongue and speak in a strong, slick voice. Four, be simple. 
Never use buttery words that are over the audience's rectum. <laughs> and <Okay>. five. <laughs> and five. Always keep a, keep a pitcher of martinis next to you in case your labia goes dry. <laughs> isn't isn't that just something you should do for life? Just, sure. <laughs> just. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> just. Would that be the labia major or the labia labia? Margaritas and labias, people. Uh, And that's one to grow on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I don't think that would keep your labia too moist. Alcohol dry yet, kids. You know what? Uh, (laughs) If you have enough margaritas, you don't even have to worry about your labia. Well, that was martinis. (laughs) Majus or Majora. That doesn't matter. All right, here's the here's the second one for tonight, everybody. Uh, this is Computer Lab from 50 Years of Mad Libs. Uh, computer Lab. I love our computer lab at school. It's so gushy. Every morning after phone class, our teacher, a guy named Paul, takes us to the lab so we can work <laughs> on cool class projects like finding out who is the oldest cheapskate, or who is an eel, or, wait, or what an eel eats for breakfast? See? Yeah. yeah. That guy named Paul. Last week, our assignment was to research how many people live in the bathhouse. <laughs> you know what? Paul lives in the bathhouse. <laughs> well... Since a guy named Paul always lets us pick our foul partners, I chose Roseanne Barr. (laughs) 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 Because she's so dysfunctional. Mm. Uh, We had the best time crapping on the internet. (laughs) We found the coolest (laughs) robot that had all the information we needed. We screwed awesome facts about cities like Oklahoma City and all the cornflakes that live in them. (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe that 714 people live in Oklahoma City? And that they love to eat dingleberries for breakfast, lunch, and bar. (laughs) For breakfast, lunch, and... (laughs) And they they love to eat dingleberries for breakfast, lunch, and wine. Mm. Last last sentence. That's a lot of penises. Hey! All right! (laughs) (laughs) Don't save penis in this house! All right. Oh. You nutty nuts! There's our <laughs> there's our dingle bit straight <laughs> from the rectum. Yeah. Spill the wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dingleberry. <laughs> Dingleberry. Dingleberries. Oh my Spill god! I think we saw that at Costco today. They uh, stay crunchy even in milk. Spill the wine, a guy named Paul. <laughs> hey, some guy named Thank Paul. you, Eric Burden. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, there we go. Roseanne Barr. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Okay, there we go. I'm going to stop this nonsense music right now. But that was fun. That was fun. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, so uh, we'll say, Bobber, you go first on your with your parting shots, sir. Oh, um, I always forget to have to do this at the end of every show. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, hope well, you had fun. It was it was fun filling in, um, and um, everybody have a great weekend. That's all I got to say. And Sean Hannity likes golden showers. Everybody, don't forget. <laughs> don't forget. Golden showers. Yes. And if you're rimming, just watch out for those dingleberries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> My Perfect. Husband. Rain, you got a parting shot. Well, I'm really proud to be married to Bob, who's warning the world about dingleberries and um, golden showers. I I got to tell you something. If you use the right yeast and you mix it with the right golden showers, you can make amazing dingleberry wine. <laughs> oh, yeast. nice. Yeah, that's all I got. Eric Burden might have something more to say about that. Uh, but uh, Joe Santorza, <laughs> our surprise uh, 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 host yeah. for tonight. Thanks for uh, hopping on the program. That's okay. I warmed up. It's fine. Um, well, if you saw this mor- your this morning's episode of uh, Good Mythical Morning. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So then you saw, is, is it for your face or your butt? Yeah, I did see that. Yes. Okay, you saw the the, the butthole cleaner. Yeah, I did see the butthole cleaner. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it has okay. about a twelve inch reach on it. It does. It's, it's exactly <laughs> right. it's curved, just the right way. Mm-hmm. Polish and that it comes sucker. variable, variable, variable brush tips. tips. <laughs> <laughs> you know now. The, the, this you, is you, some, I think you're know, talking about the, the tippy top, tip right? Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Right. It's like in a package. It's got very, it's like, it looks like a toothbrush, but it's for your butthole. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, that's, I think it's a little, you like, you know, overkill. But anyway, I make sure you get the soft bristles. Well, well, they it, have it varying come. bristles. They have varying they bristles. Do. Different ones you that. can order. They do. They do. They're they're right in there. And I, I think you could get replacement ones if you break them or lose nice. them. If one goes missing. I sneezed and it snapped. Yes. <laughs> Doc, I have no idea oh, how it got oh. up there. Oh. <laughs> But anyway, um, you know what they they were trying to figure out if the product is for your butt or for your face. Yeah. But I thought the butthole cleaner that Hannity could use at either place. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely 100% correct, Joe. And, um, you know, get that and also one of these. Amen. Amen. But anybody, yeah. if any, anybody hasn't hasn't gone on YouTube and watched Good Mythical Morning, uh, Kenny turned me on to this with much madness. Oh and yeah, we can't. We, we watch it every morning now. 
I do, I do. I, I had to catch up from yesterday because I was laid up because of my knee, but today it was great because I missed the day and I got like double the episodes today. It was it was fantastic. Oh, then so, you got the you got the Hawaiian pizza episode. Uh yes, uh, from Canada. From Canada. <laughs> Where is this uh, food from? <laughs> oh yeah, all oh, the darts thing too. That was great. And and uh, right. our good friend Link, he had a helper for the darts. So <laughs> yeah, he had a dart champion. <laughs> yeah, he did. So uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and uh, and uh, wrap things up. But yeah, great stuff. I'm so glad, Joe, I, that I got you hooked on Good Mythical Morning. It's a great program. Oh, that's easy. And it make is. sure you all. Oh, and by the way, they have a sale at their store. You could go buy a boiled for safety mug right now for like nine ninety nine. And that's so, important to have, especially if you're eating yeah. uh, pig butt. Uh, oh yeah, pig anus. <laughs> yeah, uh, pig anus. How is this prepared? It was boiled for safety. <laughs> boiled for safety. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Ray and Bob, anything else before we wrap it up? No, I'm good. All right. I'm good. All right, very good. Well, uh, yeah, stick around. Resistor Sisters with Susan Heidi and Caitlin Chris is coming up for episode 11. Holy God. Wow. They've gone beyond double digits, so you're not going to want to miss it. Some great cult talk because there's a new sex cult, everybody, and it sullied our uh, me and Susan's 30s because we used to be in our 30s. And we watched Smallville, and oh, there's a new I sex never cult. An episode. There's a well, Allison Mack is wrapped up in a sex cult. Uh, who played no. Um, Chloe? No, uh, yeah, she is. You don't want to miss oh, it. I love, I loved her. Yeah, she's now on the wall of weird. She's a freak of the week. It's crazy. So oh. yeah, it's it's sad but true. But anyway, we're gonna wrap things up right now. Bob, Rain, Joe. Great show, and all of our chatters, we love you all. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Golden showers.